But oh my God, we're so honored to have Bravo by Gaze and that Bravo life here, like just so beyond. Can you guys give us like a little bit about even how your accounts first started and everything? Larry, why don't you go first? Me? Okay. Um, <laughs> I started my account in November of last year, just kind of like looking for an outlet and like people to talk to um, about Bravo because I'm pretty sure my friends and my boyfriend were like sick of hearing me talk about it. Um, so I created the page and uh, I met like so many cool people. Everyone has been great. Um, I did it consistently for like a few months and then I kind of stopped because I just got busy with life. And then I picked it up back up again more um, at the beginning of quarantine. And like now I can't stay off it. Like I'm like, I literally am just like putting content out every single day. And I've met so many great people like Sabina, you girls are amazing. Um, and like a bunch of other pages where everyone's just been so cool. And I am pretty sure that I talk to like my Bravo friends more than I talk to my real friends now. So <laughs> it's just fun. It, yeah, it's just like an outlet for me, like to just talk to new people about Bravo. So that way I don't have to hassle my, in, my real life. Two of you guys should have your own show. The way you guys do your lives, Alana and I, <laughs> like we cannot stop laughing. You guys are amazing. It's usually after a few Some too many wine. glasses of wine. <laughs> and then we just like, cannot stay off of there. And then the next day is like, oh no, what did I say on live last night? <laughs> well, we enjoyed it so much. I think, was it for at least, I feel like three hours, maybe? Yeah, we were on Probably. for a while that night. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was so much fun. Yeah, it's like, th that's the only way we can like hang out with people now, I feel. It's like mm -hmm. hanging out with your friends, but going live. <laughs> but you know, honestly, I... Uh, on it like I was thinking about this like when I was in school like I didn't really have a group I just sort of had friends mm -hmm. and I really do feel like there are kids out there who need the group that they're from and I feel like this is like our adult version of that and I and I was really thinking like they should put a bravo club in school so that young kids don't have to be like separated from this joy right <laughs> oh I agree with you I would have joined I totally yeah, forgot. I would have for sure. And I have never, like you said, I think I talk to Bravo people like more than people I consider like really close personal friends, but it's only because they understand me better. <laughs> I right? I mean, we're all watching the same stuff. I, that's the thing. Like I started my account because um, I was just, you know, I, I, my Bravo friends don't understand. I mean, my, my real life friends don't understand how much I watch Bravo and they probably think I was like the biggest loser ever if I sat around talking about Bravo all day long to them they never they don't watch they don't like watch the same shows they don't have the same like interests I mean so this account started as a way to like kind of deal with a little bit of anxiety but also have fun and then I, it just like consumed me it took off I started talking to Bravo friends Larry's one of them it's it's just fun I think that's so like so clear in both of your IG pages because they're so funny, so on point, and I really feel like they're saying everything we're thinking. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> and 
there are so many like wonderful kind of people within this community but i have to say you guys are particular favorites of ours you captured our hearts so so much we are so excited you're here i'm honestly like no that's exciting and you girls have been like yeah and you girls have been nothing but amazing so i appreciate it and sweet Well, like keep up having keep up having the compliment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but just give like like oh stop. No, continue. <laughs> so yeah, I need a fan like Candace has that's like, you know, but for like all the people who are like saying kind words. <laughs> oh yes. Um yeah. We I mean quarantine especially though has like amped up or ramped up our like bravo meme game for sure but it's been amazing for i feel people like us who don't mm. do streams and can really just enjoy like every single one yeah you guys are I so mean, talented and so oh, thank funny. you thank you honestly like uh like it gets us through these times i honestly think it's probably one of the most <laughs> valuable contributions you guys are truly like my essential workers because no. <laughs> i cannot imagine like it's there so many times actually this I'm really going full circle into the Bravo world, but like this is what I really disagreed with Leah about during the Rahoni reunion because I actually super value during this time the people who like you guys who are so entertaining and giving us opportunities to laugh because there's so many reasons not to. And having people who are so funny and add such like kind of humor and also sort of, you know, like tongue in cheek, no pun intended, kind of jives and this and that. And having this world that is so full right now of Bravo kind of fans and everything. I feel like that's what got us through these times when I was separated from my husband because of all this. All I did was binge watch Bravo and Jersey Shore. Oh my god, I love yeah. Jersey Shore. Me too. I'm rewatching. Me too. Are you watching this season? Oh my god, rewatching Family Reunion. There's just so much emotions with Mike. He's about to go to jail. I'm not ready. No, but this season without Snooky, I have so many thoughts. Oh, was it airing yeah. already? I only watched. I watched all of Jersey Shore, but um, I only watched season one of Family Reunion. Oh, it's so. No. Good. Oh my god. No, no. You're you're missing out. There is so <laughs> much <laughs> drama. Yeah, it's it's. It's a missed opportunity for sure. I've been and, Jersey Shore since like the beginning. I feel like I've just like grown up with these people. They're, I love them. I love every single one of them. Even Angelina. No, I know. Me too. And like last night, like <laughs> I was even watching one of the episodes. You know when Polly thinks he's going to get like a girl, like that they're really going to get him one on the family reunion and seeing him get all dressed up and then his heart break when he realizes they're just getting him a cake. No. Well, and they also got him Vinny. They gave him Vinny dressed in Sam's clothes. They did do that. Yes, they did. It's amazing. You and since we all know later that. they got married, you know, it's of things to come. It's a beautiful story. Wait, um, watching the whole Polly D and uh, JWoww, like, thing where they were, like, going to try to hook him up or whatever, you know, because they hooked up the past, like, way, way, way in the beginning when Jersey Shore first started. Yeah. So I That's how we all know he has a pierced so mm-hmm. I got so excited. I was like, I hope they do get together. But then she got back together with that one guy. Who's so yucky. I, I don't yeah. get it. I just don't. 
I don't. I know what this isn't what this podcast is about. But what do you think of the Snooki List cast? You know what? I've only watched. Like, I still need to catch up, but they haven't really gone too far deep into the show yet, have they? It's only like what episode three or four. Yeah. Oh, they're in that mansion. Yeah. Right? I think we're like six. Okay, we'll see. I'm behind on everything because I just like binge watch Netflix and Bravo, basically. You're forgiven. Oh, you. <laughs> I'm just rewatching Family Reunion, and I'm too. I'm too. I'm like deep dived in. I'm in um, season two. That seems like it should be like five seasons in one. So it's just so much emotion. I've been waking up and going to bed with all of them a lot. To me. So. <laughs> They're just like in my thoughts. I was even telling Alana, I noticed I started adding S's to things that don't need S's. So I'm starting to talk with Mike. So I even said to my mom the other day, I was like, I'm going to Starbucks's. And like I added the S and I keep adding it. And even with a client the other day, I added an S to something that did not need it. And I'm trying to make it cool. But I think people are not. I'm getting confetti cakes on. I know. No, but you know, I didn't realize for the longest time because I'm just stupid. I thought that Lawrence was her name. Like, I didn't realize that her name is Lauren and he's yeah. calling her Lawrence. And I was really stupid because I was like, it's odd because it's kind of like Laurent, which is French. And so I'm asking a coworker about it who is also a fan. And I have never received a look of like, you are a dumbass more than that day. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's funny. But, I feel um, like Snooki needed to move on, though. Me too. Hoping she'll end up on Real Housewives New Jersey. I, I really was just going to ask you, what would you think if she ended up on Real Housewives of New Jersey? I would die. I would need her. I'd need her on. That would be amazing. Yes. Love it. I want to get rid of Teresa and move Snooki in. But don't you think her husband won't have it? I think that's why she even left the show. I think he thought she was being a little too naughty. Well, no. yeah, because she was, like, getting drunk all the time and, like, falling all over the place this yeah, would be a little like bit more elevated. I don't know I feel like they, that she probably left the show because they had to go on these like elaborate vacations for like three weeks or four weeks at a time and like who can be away from their kids for that long I mean my husband wouldn't go crazy if he had to be with my kids for three weeks alone <laughs> no I agree but I was also thinking doesn't Bravo have some clause that you can't get on one of their shows like you have to wait a year or something like and not do anything before oh you like any other network or anything yeah. like that yeah, yeah probably thought, if she is joining Jersey this is her break they would also, be stupid I to not like, offer it to her I agree but she I feel like has grown past the show like in a way that Polly in theory knew I argue could have but like he is still such a heart of the show but I think Snooki has a sort of celebrity that could be placed somewhere else she doesn't just have to do like you know I'm a celebrity get me out of here kind of shows like she can I don't know is that in America as well yeah okay, well, yeah. They, well so, we, uh, but okay, we yeah, watch I, it yeah it's not here but we, you can watch it here oh okay okay sorry yeah, I was just like was trying like to name a show the Pratt's went on there. It was it's yeah. like okay. Oh. Okay. So anyway, sorry, I'm getting very British for a second. <laughs> but anyway, um so I feel like she just has the capability of really taking Jersey to a place it needs to do. I personally, I know it's not like on right now, but I have so many emotions towards New Jersey because I think that it's went from like a really strong, strong show to this very weak show. 
And I think it's because they put all their eggs in the Teresa basket. And I don't think that she like has anything else to give us. She's such a one trick pony, like literally her mind does one trick on her. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that there's more we're going to get. Like it's the same things. And I just want something new and something fresh, but someone also that has the ability to make people want to gather around them. And I think Snooki could do just that for us. Yeah. And Snooki's like, she's super fun and she's funny. She mm-hmm. would just make like a fun show, I think. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like her and Jennifer Aiden could be friends and hang out. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They would be friends. That is a great connection. I could see I that. It, you know, a little tequila love. Oh, I love this. Oh my God, we should do, this should happen. Plus, I don't think, just to go back to what you were saying earlier, I don't think that Gianni has a problem with her being on reality TV. I think he has a problem with her being on a show where they're sort of, you know, causing the ruckus. Like, I think he wants her to elevate herself, but I think he also knows, like, I'm sure a lot of their money and income comes from you know, her books and her this and her that. So her being in the public matters. So therefore, this will also really go nicely with that, like, elevated Snooki. And I say that. Yeah, I agree. I think she just needs a different type of show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully we can have you guys happens. I know, that would be so fun. We'll have to do it. We're manifesting it. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Yes. I feel like if we could just group think hard enough, Bravo will hear us. Yeah. Speaking of then of Bravo things, we must talk about the reunion. A hundred percent. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Yes. Isn't that why we're here? Yeah. I have to hear your thoughts. How did you how did you feel that the binder didn't even show up last night? I was so mad. Me too. I was waiting the entire time for the binder and I think Larry even messaged me and was like, Where is the binder? We're like, give us the binder. That's all we want. I think I messaged Alana and I was like, the binder still isn't here. And we're like <laughs> almost halfway through and there is no binder. And yeah, we like hear about the thirst book, but we don't see it. Like I want full visual. Yeah, I want her to sit there. I want her to open it and then flip. Right. Yeah. And like They show oh, her though when she's yeah, walking off stage well. for lunch with it. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, but they show left, her when like she's she walking off. It. Yeah, and then she's like, you don't want to see what's in this binder. I was like, actually, that's exactly what I want, Monique. I just want the camera to, like, go over your shoulder. Yeah, I want, like, page-by-page screenshots the way Erica Girardi, like, unflipped that phone and gave us screenshots. I know. From 2011, probably. Yeah. Like, ew, I have so much on that, too. Let's get to that later. Um, Yeah, no, I... Go ahead, Sabina. What were your thoughts on the reunion? The reunion um, was the first part was way better, I think. The second part, mm-hmm. I was like, can we stop talking about Michael Darby and his like butt grabbing incident? We've been talking about it for how many like years now? I'm over it. Yes, he grabs butt. Let's get over it. Let's move on to the binder. I want to hear more about what's going on with Giselle and Jamal and what else does she have in that binder? Like, I think she even said she had like a tab for herself at the top. And then she had one, I mean, she has one for Ashley, I think, too, and Karen. So I want to know. I'm pretty sure she had every single one of them in that binder. She even had Sharice, but Sharice wasn't at the reunion. Oh, Sharice should have been. But wait, what did you guys think? Do you think Regina no. George helped her make it? Of course, Alana. Of course. 100%. Like a million thousand percent. But what it did you guys think of Paul's video? <laughs> I thought it was garbage. Yeah, Jamal, 
What did he? I just you have the receipt. I have the what was he? The register. The register. Yeah. But I I also found it to be like. It, he didn't really say anything that he he was, was interesting, except for the thing about um, Chris at the Safeway getting into a fight with a woman, which I'm, maybe everyone else knew about it. I didn't. Yeah. But, no, I had no idea. But I, yeah. So, I mean, but I felt like he just, maybe because he's a preacher, so they're used to trying to talk really slowly and getting to the point in a way that just feels like it's taking forever. But I felt like he said nothing except for like, no. But he did say I was like, he was right, I could have gotten that in one. He flat out said he is a single man, so is he seeing somebody? It's fine. But I think he meant by single, as in I'm not married. Like until I'm married, I'm yeah, on the that, market. That's not how it works, Jamal. Like you, if you're dating somebody exclusively, you're not cheating on them. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. what I took from the video. I was like, so he is then saying what is, it, it is correct. It's even true. Though it's old, yeah. Right? It's from a few, is it from a few years ago? Like what? I don't this know. Is about? Well, this, this reunion, they said that like the girl has been shopping it around like to the other girls for a couple of years. So it might be old news actually. Like in that regard. Yeah, I think but I don't know. I thought in- Giselle looked very heartbroken. Oh, sorry. No, no, you're okay. No, she did look heartbroken. I felt, I felt bad for her because she just looked shocked. Yeah, she did not, not play for that her. Giselle inserts herself into literally everybody's business, and she's the one that started the entire Candace Monique fight at that lunch by being like, "Oh, yeah, you know who brought Sharice to the party? Who invited her? It was Candace." And Monique didn't know about it at that point, so I think she instigated the entire fight and then just sat back, like lit a match, boom done but that's what she does that's her mo yeah yeah i do think yeah. this is Giselle's fault i really think if we would go back in time and had to pick the one person who kind of created every single of this mess it is her but i did mm. feel bad for her at the reunion her faces did make me like oh like the way kenya was the first episode of atlanta yeah bad for both of them but like i always feel bad Kenya's a great example like even for the monster you know like when they have their vulnerable moment and that's how I feel about Giselle I I don't know why Andy is so obsessed with her and I definitely felt like this reunion especially more in the second episode you really saw like him sort of almost siding with Giselle and I just think like I could understand from a perspective of like a producer why you're into her because she produces content but in terms of like what the viewers see, you see someone who's manipulative and you see someone who is always trying to kind of hold everyone else to a standard they're not holding themselves. And in Beverly Hills, I felt like everyone was kind of rallying and calling for that to no longer be something that's like we're seeing. But no one's really doing that on Potomac with Giselle. It's so focused on the Monique and Candace fight that it's not really focused on like where the root was. Yeah, I agree with you. I want more of that. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I definitely think that Giselle instigated it. Um, I think Giselle deserved getting called out like that 100%. Did I feel bad for her that she got called out? Absolutely. I didn't like seeing her face like that. And then, like, she Mm -hmm. has to, like, her kids are going to see this. And, like, you know what I mean? And that is just, like, a really crappy part. But she needed someone to, like, tell her, like, don't insert yourself in all this drama and start all this stuff and think that you're going to be like in the clear because you're not and now you need to accept your consequences and 
I'm going to read you your tab in the binder and tell you everything that, mm. like, you know what I mean? Like, she deserved it, but I felt, I did feel bad for her. No, you know what I was thinking when I was listening to you? No, what would have been better if instead of, like, the reunion layout would be, like, you know how it's always Andy, like, asking questions and viewer questions and all this stuff? If Monique had just been in the center and, like, with the binder and been, like, we'll start with Giselle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That would have been amazing. Here's your package and here's yeah. our here's the information. That would have been like, incredible. I feel like Giselle needs to like do some type of like event where she charges an arm and a leg, but she just reads every tab. Because let me tell uh, you, I will buy the, the freaking ticket. I would buy the book. I would buy the pod like what's it called? The audio book. I would yeah. go to the live <laughs> show. I would even go to the readings. <laughs> So are you guys team um, Candace or team Monique? I, okay. <laughs> I l think in terms of like, when I look at the emotional vulnerability of a person, I feel more for Monique. I actually think she was in a much more vulnerable mental state throughout this season, long before the actual incident. And I feel very bad for her, but not just in the sense, I know everyone doesn't condone violence or everyone like good people don't condone violence. So obviously it's hard to see Candace, but I think like everyone is so focused also on Monique not taking responsibility. When I felt like Monique is processing in her own way. Like if someone dies, everyone always says, oh, everyone processes in their own way. Well, this was a really tragic experience for both women in the sense that this woman did something awful, terrible. She could have lost her job. She might've lost her job. And she certainly did something really that she would not be proud of, you know? And I feel like she's processing in her own way. Whereas with Candace, I feel like she's also not, showing remorse she's not showing you know she's in pain and I think that's totally valid and I feel for her as well for what she went through but I don't feel like she's sort of getting held to a standard of like well you have things to also feel remorseful for as well so it's really hard to pick a side with for me because I feel like both these women have been very wronged and wrong right I agree. It's I a understand. No, I understand. I it's, that's very politically correct. <laughs> um, no, that's actually how I feel. <laughs> yeah. No. I no. No. I can. I understand what you're saying. I I, I can completely understand. Like What's every time I see T'Challa. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, every time I see T'Challa, it just breaks my heart because I feel like he's a therapy bird. Oh. You know, like yeah, I heard well, her I in interview saying. Yeah, I've we, never seen it. No, yeah, I even heard her in an interview saying because of like the bullying and other things she's experienced. Like one of the reasons that she's so attached to birds is because like they've always been kind to her, like animals. And I just like that broke my heart. Like how lonely of a person. Like I love my dog, and I'm pretty sure he loves me more than anyone else that's human <laughs> has ever loved me. So I appreciate that comment. But like it's it's heartbreaking if you think about a person that's so lonely that they're only able to connect with like yeah know, yeah those who can only connect back on that very visceral level you know it's funny though um the whole ashley um writing a statement for monique i the entire time i heard about that statement as soon as i heard about it i was like 
well, none of it is wrong. It's all true. Like, this is how Candace behaves. And you just see it on the show. Like, she didn't need to write a statement. You can just roll back the, the, all the footage of her just being condescending and rolling her eyes and talking crap every chance that she gets. So, and she's still doing it, even though she basically got her butt beat. She's still doing it. So I don't think she's doing <laughs> Unique. I don't think she learned her lesson. She's still doing it, and it's that's just who she is. Do you like the song Drag Queens? I do. Larry loves <laughs> Larry posted it recently, didn't you? Yeah, I just posted it yesterday. <laughs> I heard I, that. I, I was like, I heard that. I was like, oh, she made a song about drag queens. Nope, it's about no. Candace. <laughs> like, and she put it out again last night. And I was like, okay. So she was like, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, fire. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I mean, honestly thought it was a good song. I liked it. I listened to it on repeat for like a whole day. I think, <laughs> song, I think Nini's song was so good. When Nini's song came out, I actually listened to that one a lot. Nini has a song? No, oh, Nini. Uh, <gasps> Lanethia Leaks? It's a really good it's song amazing. that Lanethia Leaks put out. Uh, here, look, I'm like taking notes. I'm going to write it down. Yeah, I'm going to listen to that <laughs> after this. Hey, you guys are going to have so much fun. The beat is really good. So, Larry, oh, where do you nice. fall in the Team Candice, Team Monique then? Are you Team Monique as I'm well? Team Monique, yeah. Can I, I ask you guys? Oh, oh go ahead. Mm. I was going to say, I can understand. I don't ever condone like physically attacking someone right. i think that the way that she approached it like could have been handled a little bit differently but you're in a you're in like a farmhouse you're drinking wine like you like you know what i mean and like can't you can only poke the bear so much before you get a reaction and she's been poking the bear since last season well, and or, you, you, you know what i mean she, or for a very she's been poking the bear for a very long time and then I mean, what did she expect Monique to do? Have like, you guys seen like the slowed down version of the video? Of yes, the, like, the really reality, super one. Is it yeah. Reality 16 who did like an amazing? Yeah, I think so. Her and Bravo, Bravo, the words? Bravo, 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 Duck yes. and Bravo did it like around the time when that first episode came out. And it was so good because it showed that like Giselle pushed Monique and then, um, Candace grabbed Monique's vest and pulled her towards her and then that's when she grabbed her hair and that's how it as well it was like the the hair flip then then Giselle <laughs> and then the the pulling of the vest I saw this I watched the exact one you're talking about and Dina and I got I don't know if you've listened to our old podcast but in like an actual argument about this you still argue about this <laughs> because I, I am 100% in agreement with what you just her. said. I thought it was Robin. It doesn't really matter in terms of who pushed her. We were arguing about the best thing, too. But anyway, I digress. My point is that this is exactly why I think they both should be remorse, remorseful and why I'm annoyed with Andy. Because I feel like if you, at least my perspective from watching the second episode was like, Andy's definitely on Candace's side. Oh, I was so annoyed. I was like, are you not watching all the videos? Like, you have a lot of access to footage even beyond just the ones that, like, you put out. But I mean, like, footage that breaks down this fight in such detail. Like, don't go on and moderate with, and, like, 
you know, subjectivity. You're supposed to be the objective moderator and like the judge and jury, but also he always objective. picks a side though. I know, but not Candace's. Not that I'm not, I'm not, as I said, I am in the middle, but I feel yeah. like this isn't something where it's so clear because as you said perfectly, like for not just this season, for multiple years, they've had this ongoing thing. And I disagreed with the entire group, by the way, when they said that they thought she brought Sharice in like good spirits or hearts oh, or whatever. There, like yeah, I definitely no thought she knew exactly what she was doing. 100%. I agree. Yeah. It was very the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah, I don't trust she anything that Candace does. I feel like she has an ulterior motive for everything. And I don't think she's remorseful. She's still like, even the entire time that like, mo- like the entire time like where they would cut to her at the reunion, she's making side comments and like she's like rolling her eyes and like, come on, Monique girl. Monique like, cut it. She, Monique said even, like, she's like, oh, she's supposed to be, like, you know, hurt and, and affected mentally by all this, but she's making comments. Like, she says that at the reunion. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was really when she said that. Yeah, just, I was happy. It irks me. But Candace, like, I feel for her, too, because I definitely think obviously not coming from a medical background, but just from like what we get on the show, I personally think she looks like she came from a very unhealthy, like mentally abusive home environment. So she's only doing what she's learned, like exactly how we've seen her mom and her interact with how she interacts with other people. So it's certainly not someone who knows better in my opinion. Like she's a smart, intelligent woman with no emotional control. I agree with you. I was going to say, I I blame it on, her mother, like Dorothy. Dorothy, this is all mm-hmm. Dorothy's fault. And Dorothy is a therapist, which is wild to me. Isn't that it makes crazy? So much sense in a little bit of a way, but yes, very, very, very sad. But Bravo loves these sort of moments because, like, just jumping for a second, in Salt Lake City, Mary M. Cosby, which, by the way, I just love that everyone says her full name every time they refer <laughs> right. to her, um, <laughs> is a pastor, and yet she is probably the person who has, like, the least compassion for anyone else's perspective. She hears the people the least. She talks over people. She's, like, all over the place in terms of, sort of, emotional content, yet, you know, she's the one who's, like, giving advice to people on how to handle themselves. Yeah. I'm obsessed uh, with her crazy eyes. All yeah. those like crazy eyes make the best memes. It's awesome. And in her also, I think she has great like little statements. Like, okay, not well, bitch is probably one of the best statements there. They're not as short and snappy, but she's got like even the other day when she was talking about her cousin and she's like, I don't know anything about her. She's just my cousin. <laughs> like I was like, okay, Mary. <laughs> oh God, she's a gift. How do you not know anything about your cousin's personal life when they've been working for you for over 20 years? Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, insane. she said it like, like with a way of sort of like matter of fact confidence, like that's something that's just simply normal. Yeah, that that happens with other people. It doesn't. Yeah, she's like, I don't know what she does outside of this house. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, wait, backtracking a little bit to um, the Potomac reunion. Did you guys catch how, like, Andy was saying things didn't happen, but then production would, like, cut to the things that happened? 
I can't I loved it. it. It was amazing because it was also, it seemed, it did seem like it was a very biased kind of like Andy, Giselle, and Robin were saying one thing mm. and uh -huh. kept looking like, but that's what happened, but that's what happened. So it was very clear that, you know, Andy has decided, you know, he is team Giselle. Right. But I think like out of everyone, when it comes to like the Giselle, um, sorry, the Candace and Monique thing, when I first, first watched it, I was like 100% team Candace. But then I, I, I mended, uh, then I ended up speaking to Ilana and we kind of like dug it deep. And then I kind of became, I felt more of like a Karen where I truly just blame Giselle and Robin. And that has been kind of where I've been as of That's late. where you're staying. Yeah. I, see that. I, I agree. I agree that it's it's Giselle. Most of it, it all started with Giselle. Yeah. Let's be honest. I really think it's like mm. Giselle. I don't get why she's getting so away with this. I think it's very weird. Just like when Phaedra with Portia, like Giselle is the leader here and Giselle is doing some like shady stuff because she's still mad at Monique for trying to bring Sherman's um, ex-wife on the show. And this is where this sure. all goes back to. But I think like when it comes to both of the girls, I think they both, because I've always loved them. I always thought they were going to be best friends. I love the way like they were into fashion. I don't know, very superficial. So I also think that when it comes to this whole fight thing though, that they both did a lot of stuff that to me was very wrong. And I also think it's it, that neither of them are willing to take any re kind of responsibility for their sides and what they did. Like if I was Monique, no matter what, yes, Candace got her mad to a certain point, but she kept saying it was what Candace did. Like, you know, in the reunion, she kept making it always that it's because of what you did. I had to ask myself, well, what did she do to get me here? I would have just apologized. You hit this woman. You shouldn't have hit her. She was being awful to you. Yes, you guys were going back and forth, but there's also so much to the story. I feel I was talking on our last podcast to um, what else is going on. And um, she was kind of saying how she thinks that Giselle and uh, Monique and all of the girls were teaming up to actually get um, Candace kicked off. And then somehow it changed. Mm. So then I kind of was rewatching it in that sort of regard. And then it sort of makes sense why Candace and Monique got in that fight off camera where oh yeah where they we only saw the words yeah so then i was thinking, uh, okay, this kind of idea is true from um what she's saying which she has an amazing podcast herself um but like with that's kind of true with what she's saying then i could sort of see again why both of them just went so wrong right mm. and i feel like bravo can't punish one without punishing the other i agree so that's why yeah. i don't think either one of them are going to get fired do you guys think that maybe, maybe Monique was like a little bit more um, apologetic, like later on, and maybe Bravo cut it out to like? I'm sorry. Oh no! Well, I don't know if Monique was more apologetic, like in terms of like when filming, because that's what you're referring to, right? Um. Yeah. Like. Bravo, Bravo can do some like shady edits, so yeah. I'm just like throwing that out there. Maybe she was like, maybe she did apologize more later on, and and in some confessionals, and Bravo just cut it out because they wanted to paint like Monique. I don't is a think, yeah, I don't think she did. 
You don't think she did? I don't think she did, just because, like, on all the other interviews she's done, yeah. that, she's never used that sort of apologetic Well, on language. that one, wait, wait, on that one interview that I've mentioned in a previous podcast, which I can't think of, but it's with one of the old housewives um, um, from Atlanta, who was just, like, on for, I think, Claudia. Claudia oh, Claudia Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, on her show. She's beautiful. So she cool. also made an appearance on Below Deck. Yeah. Did she really? She did with Cynthia. Yeah. With Cynthia. Um, oh, okay. And Cynthia's daughter had a crush on one of like the Below Deck guys. It was really cute. But <laughs> on, um, what was it? On Claudia's show, she did apologize. Like she actually said that she put all of her emotions onto Candace, that it was wrong, that she shouldn't have reacted that way. So I kind of thought that was maybe how she'd be at the reunion. Cause she also said she was bringing her receipts and that she was gonna, you know, let everyone know the truth. But I also thought she was referring to more about what happened at the birthday party with Andy and Candace. I didn't realize she meant receipts on all the girls. But I think, because I've thought about this for a while, I definitely think like the Green Eyed Bandits, specifically Giselda, are very much responsible, as we said, for like this season. And the back stuff that happened that everyone keeps referring to, I think they very much spearheaded it. But I think that Candace triggers her more than them. Like, I think even she in her sort of calm mind, Monique might know that this really Giselle, who she has an issue with, but I think it's Candace's sort of like in your face approach of sort of antagonizing her is more annoying to her than even what they did or attempted to do. I feel like it's hard to be apologetic for dragging somebody if they're continuing to talk crap nonstop, just like she on Twitter, everywhere. She's just like becomes this vile person on social media and if she's really like victimized like she she says and hurt then just stop talking about it and keep playing that role like play the victim she's a victim what well, it, it happened to her she got dragged basically but she needs to stop talking so much crap like just yeah. relax and then and then people more people would feel bad for you that's how i see it I agree. I do think she has, she needs to filter herself. Like even Andy told her, like she flat out needs to, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, she's, she's a disaster on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> disaster perfectly. <laughs> but I think like all of them, well, I think that's one thing though. At the same time, that's what makes it kind of fun seeing them have these moments. But at the same time, I do think Candace seems to really let out some things. With no, but. That's kind of my point. I don't think that she's really upset about the plot. Like, the plot is just something I think she gave the world to... It was real, I think. But, like, more like she gave it so we could all rally behind her more. Because I think what's really it is, is that Candace just gets on her nerves because she never stops. Like, she's just yeah. endlessly berates. And everybody's I nerves. But Giselle's hate for Monique is so, like big that she took this and ran with it she's like oh here's here's my excuse now i'm yes. gonna be candid but yeah, i think monique's problem, should, monique's, problem, monique's problem should be with giselle a hundred percent that's what, i agree that's that, what i think i don't really get I think so too i feel like candace and monique one day I know no one will probably agree with me i think they could be friends if portia and candy can become friends sure. again 
than they could. But I think they need to redirect that to Giselle. And, or poor, and look that's at Portia what's going to happen. And Ashley. Yes. Ashley, like, I think... I definitely think if there's if there's a realistic possibility that like when the when the waters calm if they both are remaining on the show so they have to like do you know the activities and the trips and all that stuff and they'll have their sort of come to Jesus moment. I think that where they're going to realize is they shouldn't be mad with each other. They should be mad with Giselle, and then Giselle's going to have her season where everyone's like, "You, you are the problem." I say give it two seasons, not next the one yes. after. <laughs> yes, I agree. But I agree, I agree with 100%. you. I agree with you. Yeah. From what I hear, though, that um, I think they have a little bit more to spill on Giselle, don't they? The the third part of the reunion is ninety minutes long. Like they better dive into that binder. What? Well, what I heard, what? what I heard was that a lot of it is like Chris Samuels. That's what I heard. Okay. I heard more about Chris. Mm-hmm. Well, the preacher, the pastor, you know, what's his name? The, the other man. He, yeah. He said that Chris tries to physically attack Giselle. Well, so, Jamal. Two of the girls. Jamal told him that, or Jamal said in his live that a few of um, Chris's ex players reached out to him saying that he has CTE, which, if you don't know, is the same thing that. Um, that other football player had that Netflix did a documentary on him where he killed his he killed someone. Yes. Oh, yeah. The, what was his the, name? Uh, oh yeah. And he was in Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Rodriguez or Aaron. 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 Aaron, Aaron Hernandez. Aaron. Hernandez. Okay. Hernandez. Yeah. Yes. You like, know. Oh, want to know something funny? I I ordered something off of. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm totally what, you what was something funny? Oh, I I ordered something on Amazon. And randomly, his book showed up instead of like <laughs> instead of it was it was truffle aioli. I ordered truffle aioli on Amazon, <laughs> and his book showed up. I was like, so I still have the book. It's downstairs. Did you read it? Ever? Did you get your truffle aioli? Oh, I never got the aioli. I still have the book. Amazon, Amazon was like, just keep it. <laughs> It all happened for this moment. See, everything <laughs> happened for a reason because then we wouldn't have the name. Exactly. <laughs> no, but also, I, I know, I, know I got the book downstairs. <laughs> I lived about CTE through Southern Charms, New Orleans, which it will break my heart if they don't bring that back because the guy, he had it. Oh, he does have it. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Oh, right? Yeah. And, she, and, and the blonde girl who I can't think of her name right now, his ex-wife used to fight with him about it. And be yeah. Like, this is his CTE. For hours. I'm going to mm. look it up real quick because Jeff Charles Look ex-wife. that shit up. Yes. Thank yeah, you. but as soon as Jamal said that about the CTE, I was in my head, I'm like, oh my God, he's going to kill Monique. <laughs> like, <gasps> no! No, Monique he definitely would not. No, I'm not putting that out there. I'm just She's saying more so. I'm just saying more so to, because. Like, attack him. Yeah, I'm just saying Reagan. more so because of that documentary. Oh, Reagan, yeah. Is her, and he's and he's married now again, right? Jeff Charleston. Yeah. I know she's married. I think he's engaged. Oh, he's married now. Jeff Charleston, oh, well, good for him. Maddie, yeah. They have a little oh, thing. Oh, I'm happy. I have to watch Southern Charms New Orleans. Oh, my God. It's it so good. A gem. Yeah. If you have <laughs> no. it, you're missing out. Right. Yeah, I don't mean to feel about it. Start watching it. So good. I'm, no trying to finish married, I'm trying to finish Married to Medicine Special. before that comes up. 
best show. It's the best show. You ever. have got to watch. Like literally, there are very few shows on Bravo. I don't watch most of them are competition based because that's just not my thing. Yeah. And um, I have to say, like the Bravo recipe, that sort of like certain tropes that they use throughout all their different series, like when they get it right, they just get it so right, you know. It's and Married to Medicine is like, you mm-hmm. know. Yes, exactly. So I definitely think when you finish that, if you want something equally good, Southern Charms, New Orleans, if that gets canceled out, honestly, like petition for executives heads, let's put James in charge. I'm obsessed (laughs) with that show. It's so much better than the other uh, Southern Charm, the Charleston Mm -hmm. or whatever one. So much better. Get rid of it. Oh my exactly. God, no. <laughs> Wait, no. But compared to New Orleans, once you see New Orleans, you'll get it's so good. Yeah. It's lovely. It's just but perfect. Coming back to what you said about Bravo's formula, like, I don't know what it is, but Salt Lake City is so good. Episode one, I think I watched like five times, and I've never watched an episode of Bravo anything that many times. It what was thing? incredible. What did you think of the lunch? The lunch? hilarious the beef eaters <laughs> the Louis Vuitton headphones the, I mean, everything about it was hilarious it was a mess Walter I love when take it Walter back. Walter's very upset yeah I was very upset when she said that I just like I literally <laughs> almost fell off my couch I was laughing so hard he's blamed just, it on Walter like a statue just standing there yeah <laughs> He's devastated. He's crying. He'll never show his face again. She said she was going to take back the AirPods. And I was like, how you can't do that now. She didn't get them. Jen didn't get the AirPods. Mary wouldn't give them to her. Jen tried to get Heather to go in, back in, and grab the AirPods for her. But she Mary told her no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what... I'm not gonna lie after that I almost put Louis Vuitton earbuds like earphones on my Christmas list because I was like I think I need these no because actually a lot of our clients are buying them right now for um like as gifts so it was so funny as soon as they it entered the scene I was like oh my god she got them all the earbuds like I was watching it go around like I just need these in my life too I think what's amazing. Oh no! What? Sorry, Jen told me too that uh, Mary gave them all the like headphones and didn't really know what to say. So Jen gave her that bit about like, oh, so we can all communicate together better. Jen gave her that line. Oh really? That makes sense. Jen seems quite clever on her toes that way. Yeah, I love I love Jen Shaw. She has given me so much. She's amazing. I love her. I was thinking about this when I was watching the most recent episode. Like, I think what's extraordinary about Salt Lake City isn't just like they're funny, they're beautiful, they have all the right kind of elements, but it's also the fact that I feel like really invested in their drama, but I just met them. So, like, Meredith and Seth, when they were having their moment, like, tearfully, like, a couple episodes back, you know, like, in their bedroom, and she's like, I do love you and everything, and I literally, not lying, I 
I teared up. It was so up. sad. I got so sad. It was so <laughs> emotional. And then, like, when Brooks was going to be late for his fashion show and the alarms are going off and everything, I don't mean to just mer- mention Mer- Meredith's life, but I was, like, really legitimately, you know, concerned because I just felt like, oh, my God, you have to get there. You don't know. Things could uh, go wrong. More things. Like, bad luck. I just feel like this show has a way of really getting us that alarm very quickly. Anxiety. I was sitting on the couch, yeah. like, turn it off. I'm getting anxious. I can't listen to this anymore. I had this exactly. I'm like, where is it coming from? Just get it off. He's late for the show. And I'm surprised no, they let it go on pooped. so long. Like, so long. Do you think they made it longer than what it was? I couldn't tell. Probably. I don't know, but it was they long enough to, to the, the point where I thought it was my like house. Four times. <laughs> But I definitely feel like the show, they just doing a great job. Like, ever since Mary allegedly told Jen she smells like hospital, I just feel like we've all been in it. Like, we were all there. We heard those words. And when Jen said she didn't so call Mary a grandfather, you know? Like, come on, Jen. But then and Jen's then excuse like, was, well, I didn't tell her directly. I told somebody yeah, else. Yeah, but I love that. That <laughs> so happy when she said that interview she's like I didn't say it to her face if I said it behind her back that's possible I was like I love that that's how you yeah. hear but what do you guys think of Wendy because I'm not into oh. her I love hearing other people's thoughts I like her a lot Larry and I are torn on this so you go first Larry I like her a lot I feel like this season of Potomac got so wrapped up in the fight between Candace and Monique that there really were no uh, there wasn't a chance for other storylines Oh, I am. I do love Wendy from Potomac, and I do like that you went there. I did mean Wendy. Isn't it what Whitney? I meant Whitney oh, from Salt Lake City. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant Wendy too, and I I was very excited for this. Oh, that's because I she, thought you did yeah. a perfect transition. Me too. Let's do both. <laughs> First, I want to hear your thoughts on Wendy, and then I want to hear Wendy okay. versus Whitney. <laughs> because, but let me make a little small asterisk. I love. Wendy from Potomac. I think she is the best newcomer from, at least for me, from all like entering a housewife series. I think she's yeah. better than Leah in that way. But no, I want to hear your thoughts. On Whitney from Salt Lake City. And and Wendy. I'll, I okay. Wanna- <laughs> I'll start with Whitney first. Okay. Um, I don't know how I feel about her yet. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I feel like. Her story is now, like, really wrapped around her dad, which I think they should Mm -hmm. obviously talk about, like, addiction issues and stuff like that to bring it to the forefront. And, like, obviously, so many people go through it, and it's going to help somebody. But this isn't your dad's show. It's your show. Yeah. So you need to show more of your life with your husband. I mean, your stepkids, who are only a few years younger than you, but still, like, I want to see more of her family environment. Um, No shade at all. (laughs) I do. Yeah. I want to see more of her family environment. I do. I want, like, I want to see it. But but like, are only a few years younger than you. Well, it's true. Like, in the first she's episode, she's like, him. my stepson is only four years younger than me. Yeah. So I want to see her fa- I want to see how she interacts with, like, his kids I and, like, their family relationship. Um, she's not doing it for me. Yeah. Not yet. She gives me 1950s porn star vibes. <laughs> I like the combination, Alana. But that's like how what I imagine, like especially in the most recent episode when she had her hair in a certain kind of way, and mm-hmm. I was like, yes, her, her like in her confessional. Yeah, 
Yeah. And I just sort of felt like, yeah, I just sort of could imagine like John F. Kennedy being like, that's my type. You know? Yeah. The rest. I agree. I, yeah. It, well, I'm, her, like that, I'm like staring at her boob the entire time because I'm like, that thing is going to fall out of that tiny little. professional look is very Marilyn Monroe. Very. And I, and I, like, you know, she does have boobs that you think like with the wrong type of pit in, they could just pop, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely feel in her voice, she's like, obviously, I have a baby voice, but hers is like a little more like, you know? And yeah. I just think oh, like so that good. makes me think like when, um, Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton like a hundred years ago used to do the baby voice because they thought it was sexy. Yeah. Yeah. And Whitney gives me that vibe, which is, like I said, 1950s porn star. I was talking to one of my friends about um, Salt Lake City and like we were talking about like who we like and who we don't like. And they said that they feel like Whitney shouldn't be on that franchise. She should be on like another show. Whitney like, wasn't could... going to be on that show. Whitney was like a last minute choice. Really? Really? Yeah. She? Why did they? Why did they decide to, you know, let that choice in? Because the other girl backed the out. Like she couldn't out. do it. She didn't want to show her whole family. Um, so the other kind girl of like a Sutton situation from Beverly Hills, uh, but this girl just wasn't going to be a friend of. Uh, I want Catherine, the party event lady, to join the cast. She, someone, she was giving. I me heard somewhere facts. that someone. I heard somewhere. Um, I forgot who's. I don't. It, I don't think it was a podcast, or maybe it was an Instagram live or something, where she could be a prospect for next season. I think she should. Be. Lisa, Lisa um, Barlow also has a really super stylish, super rich friend. If you go, I'll I'll find her Instagram feed. If you go on her Instagram feed, it's like these gorgeous outfits, all these like incredible colors, and she I think was supposed to be a prospect too. Mm. But Whitney really was a last choice. Now, this actually makes a lot more sense to me because yeah. I'm not. She also her. has last choice vibes. Yes. <laughs> last like, choice well, vibes. They're like, we're ready to start shooting. We need somebody. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. Somebody needs to make a shirt, like Bravo merch that says last choice vibes on it. <laughs> <laughs> I would so buy that. Please, if you make that, I will buy it. Um, <laughs> But I really do think every time Whitney comes on screen, I mean, I, I, my friends and I, we get them back and forth about this. I think she was so dodgy what she did to Lisa in that episode. Me too. And right away, I, I agree. Doing this for your cousin, but I don't like the way you're going about it. Yeah. And I just thought, no, you're not my cup of tea, Whitney. You're dodgy. Like it was we her opportunity to like protect, to protect what? Heather. Like we it was her opportunity to like defend Heather. Yes, exactly. But I like Lisa. Do you guys like Lisa? I love Lisa. She's amazing. Thank you. Some people have love like us. come on our podcast and not been into Lisa, and I like have to control love myself her. and be like, mm, mm, mm. I think but her style I love is amazing. Her. She's beautiful. We did a Zoom call with her. I know. I loved it. I think she's just, yeah. yeah. I think she is just like warm cookies and ice cream. Like I want more. I want, yeah. I can indulge in it all day. You know, I just, I love it. I think she's fabulous. Lisa and Jen said one day, maybe they will grace us and come on this podcast. And that will be our like. Lisa Barlow will 100% do it with you guys. I totally a, a, would. a fashion page, 100%. Yeah. Well, she's I agree. amazing. But yeah, we really want to have her on. You guys should manifest it. Manifest it. Yeah, I was just thinking her daily. (laughs) 
Yeah, we had her on and she and she like totally surprised us and brought her husband on and they were so cute and so fun and the kids showed up with like in and out and it was hilarious. We were I mean, we were on with her for a while. Larry, how long do you think we were on with her for? Probably like an hour and a half. Yeah. That's lovely. It's for the official Zoom room. Yeah. 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 They were so cute though on the episode too. I love her and John. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like their dynamic. I like when the producer asked, like, if she, like, prepped him, prepped for, the him interview. for the interview. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's so cute. I oh like their God. dynamic. But the preview for next week is show that they were kind of like in a little fight, and it gives me so much anxiety because I was like, I love them so much. Stop. Don't fight, please. No, they're everlasting. I feel like it's, they're going to be fine. They'll, they'll withstand the Bravo curse. Drew, on the other hand, from Atlanta, she has learned nothing. Wendy Williams has warned her. She has so many housewives to go through. Even the Kardashians have shown us. We do not renew our vows on TV. Nope. Mm -hmm. It's like getting a tattoo of your your spouse's or boyfriend, girl, by name. That is the first step to divorce. Yep, Mm -hmm. I agree. It's of death. Vow renewal. It's of death, yeah. The worst thing ever. But I, I love mean, Drew. Do you guys, I'm just kind of moving on to Atlanta, but do you guys like Drew? I love Drew. I've watched Drew since she was on the game, like her show. Me like, too. I love yeah. her. I like her a lot. Another story, though. Wow. Her wow. husband is awful. Her husband's hot, her husband, but he's a prick. He's not my Her husband and her dynamic is something it's I uncomfortable can't to wrap my, yeah, like I can't even wrap my head around like you know how even like like i don't know like even Teresa and joe like somehow sometimes you could like see stuff where you're kind of like all right like i kind of get it you know but like this i was just mm. if my husband went for three days and didn't tell me where he was going or respond i would change all the locks on my doors in my house and never let him back in again and then he was watching her. Like, it's so weird. So there's so many layers. But even in tonight's episode, when she, or sorry, yesterday's episode, when she was trying to say all she wants to do is be involved in helping. In the family. process. And he was so dismissive. And, like, she looks so cute and vulnerable. And I just really wanted to go in and kick him and then, like, grab her and be like, let's run. <laughs> I agree. Good. I feel like this is going to be... They're like kiss of death. Like it's not. I, I don't think it's gonna last for them. Although I, but you know what? They were fighting about in the was it two months ago? The that he the mother and him were fighting. Mm-hmm. Probably about stuff like this. Yeah, but they gave us no background story. I need to know the context. Why? Oh, I fighting? know. I think you know what I think it is. I think they're just coming to heads because the mother has been with them since the beginning of Corona. So she's been, she doesn't live with them normally. She lives in like another state, but now she's here and she's in the mix of their business while they're filming a reality show. So it's just like, it's, it's all, I think it's all just coming to head. Like yeah, I, they're just bumping But heads. I think if she is going to leave him, now is the perfect time because mommy's there. I agree. Wait, Larry, Support. you talked about this briefly, but what do we all think about um, Cynthia's wedding situation? What is with this? What is it? 10, 10? 10, 10, 20. What is with this? Cynthia, no. So, if I may. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) I have very strong feelings about this. I personally had, by choice, 
like my wedding was very very small and intimate i mean mm-hmm like 35 people very small and intimate and the whole time I just kept saying like I literally don't want one person there that's not in our lives like on the day like just because you're my blood like pre-corona um like but I just wanted every single person there to be people who loved us who supported us and who were in our lives who really knew us I didn't want people who were getting an invitation because partly I was motivated I get like panic attacks I don't like crowds Mm-hmm. so partly I was just motivated because you know by that but I just wanted it to be as intimate as possible but my 100% like well obviously not 100% 95% of my motivation what it really was was just I wanted to be on the other side of the wedding I wanted to be his wife that's all that mattered it had nothing to do with the party because a party is lovely I'm not saying it isn't but like it wouldn't make it less or more like the only thing that would make it magical is getting to you know end my day and be his forever and know that when I die I get to haunt his like for eternity you know like I wanted that I didn't want like the day for everyone else and I feel like she's so focused on sharing the day with everyone else that that's always her focus like that's always her down right but that's but I feel like she keeps saying oh my first wedding was shit like this is something so special I was like no your first marriage was shit yes you've been married three times now (laughs) yeah marriage and her dress was beautiful in the second wedding oh the silver one Oh my God. Yes. I had screenshots. I would send it to Lana and just be like, dude, are we looking at this like amazing goddess? <laughs> what is happening? I think Cynthia, something is wrong because if you're focused this much on a stupid date and a stupid wedding, and he's literally telling you he'd just marry you at this second. And you keep saying it's not about the wedding, but then tell him you won't do it without all this stuff. It seems like something mentally is just not, not right. Then she needs I- a hashtag chill, you know? What do you guys? She really does. I think that she's doing it more so because of her celebrity, that she wants to show people this wedding that she's going to have, and she's doing it more so for her friends to come and like keep her something like relevant. Maybe she doesn't need to do it. She's already famous. She's been famous forever before the show, but I think she really just like it's coming off very selfish. The fact that she is like very adamant on having two hundred and fifty people there during a pandemic. I want to literally, like, claw my eyeballs out. It's, like, driving me crazy. (laughs) It's driving me crazy, and I think she's doing it for the show. Yeah. Like, she wants it to be on the show and for the show of her friends and family. Do you think she's getting paid more for it? I think, I I bet you that they probably paid for a portion of the wedding. Yeah, that's what I was wondering, Mm -hmm. because she just seems to be so, like adamant about this stupid thing and I cannot Mm -hmm. imagine when like people are dying that this would be important unless somehow they're funding the bill yeah but even then then, though I I I just that would be gross though like people are dying you're hosting a 250 person wedding because you want somebody to pay for it like you don't need that big of a wedding and if it's a lot cheaper if it's smaller anyway Valerie telling her to get married at Lake Bailey I thought that would have been perfect yeah, I like that. I would have that. She wasn't listening to him. He's like, listen, I, I want to be married to you. I don't need this big elaborate wedding. She just wasn't hearing that. Yeah, but that's why I got, I think, so upset. It was like, how, like, why are you getting married then? You know what I mean? Like, the whole point is to be at least, I don't know, and I'm subjective, but 
like the, to me the whole point of getting married is not the day like yeah. i never understood a bridezilla you know like obviously you need a beautiful dress but besides that there's literally nothing important about that day besides gifts yeah. dress yummy food and being married at the end of the day the people are extra open bar candace an open exactly bar. an open <laughs> bar <laughs> Candace, if you're listening. <laughs> An open bar. Every I touch them. I, I love Karen. Look when she. You really shouldn't have a party if you can't do an open bar. But I think that's a good <laughs> natural thing. I think that's when she lost Karen. Oh, yeah. 100%. The night she called Karen her mother and had an open bar. <laughs> Karen was like, mm, that's an interesting choice. Like, I am out. This is not the daughter I raised. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, I couldn't even imagine. I wouldn't even go to a party if it, it wasn't an open bar. But imagine you didn't even know, so you just get there and you're like, what? And now you're sending receipts for drinks that you order that you thought were free. In this one way, it might be more like Giselle and be like, it's on them. They said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put it on their tab. Yeah, that's good. Uh, send it to whoever does your taxes and be like, it was for charity. Right. I showed up to them. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> Do you guys so like Dr. Latoya? Yeah, I like Latoya. I think she's a fun. I think she's gonna be a fun girl. I love her dress, the way she dresses. Boom. But that's about yeah. it so far. Like her, but I don't like that Kenya likes her. Does that make me horrible? Like I like her, but I also don't like. Her. You don't like that Kenya likes her because Kenya likes no one right away. Right, and also Kenya's like, in my opinion, the worst. Even though I felt horrible for her and she actually made me cry and I really love the lawyer for like having her back. Well, me too. But like good moment. her liking her so much means that Latoya has another side to her that I'm not going to like. But I wonder if Kenya's only doing it to have a friend on the show. Isn't but Cynthia? isn't that with Cynthia? Yeah. Well, I mean, isn't yeah, but like Cynthia's Cynthia, there? but Cynthia's also friends with Drew and Kenya mm -hmm. and Drew do not get along. No. Mm -hmm. I don't but know. Kenya Cynthia's always, Cynthia Cynthia's always like, been kind of like on the fence with her friends, though. But remember last year, there was like a Kenya, Candy, Cynthia sort of mm. thing. I, I was surprised this season we're not like seeing that go. I guess it was just sort of a bonding against Nini. Well, Kenya took Latoya from her. Am I saying it? I loved when they wrote that on the screen. Kenya took Latoya from Candy. When they called her uh, Latoya, Candy's yeah. ex friend. <laughs> or Candy's yeah, friend that Kenya of stole. Yeah, Candy's friend and Candy still. That was amazing. But I'm surprised. I read something that said this season isn't doing well. That, like, Atlanta's not doing that well. And Below Deck is the highest rated Bravo show right now. And Below I Deck, they said, is... Because straight men like watching Below Deck, it I think. It is true. It is true. I feel like a lot of our clients' husbands all watch it. Really? Monica's yeah, they said Below Deck right now is... They're outranking any of the housewives. That's insane. Yeah. Show though. I, I think know. it's because of Eddie. I watched Eddie is the straightest straight the man that ever existed. Only. Which one? <laughs> you watch what? I watched Below Deck for the food only. I want to see what the chefs put out. <laughs> oh God, the food is always so exciting. But it you is. know, I watch it for the drama, the cattiness, and the kind of watching people slowly go insane. Me too. I feel like that's mine as well. I enjoy that. I, I really think they need to do like a Bravo fan account below deck episode where like a bunch of crazy Bravo meme accounts go on the boat and get wasted in fights. 
Oh, I love that. that. I love that. That would be I love that. this episode. Alana and I would, would really be watching it, taking mm-hmm. our notes. Like post that. I don't want to like be part of the people be down the like in the fight. I just want to be in the boat, but more like the host. You want to? I want to be there and be like, "Where's my wine? Give me my rosé and my caviar and my Petrosian caviar, my my sushi and my fancy food." That's what I would be doing the entire time, just watching everybody and just eating. No, I'm yeah, like he was gonna go on that show. I'd be that person who they're like, you know, pick on things. They'd give it to me, and I'd ask for like, you know, uh, like diet coke and rum. Then they give it to me and be like, no, I asked for a prosecco. I said a prosecco, and then send them right back. <laughs> no, I know KJSD would hate me because I love mojitos, and I feel that. I mean, since she said that people who drink them should be murdered, I feel like she, we wouldn't get on. But now that she's not on the show. I think, like, who knows? Maybe Francesca will serve me one. <laughs> um, <laughs> she said people that drink mojitos should be murdered. I uh, that. Yeah. That's aggressive. That's so good. Yeah. I don't watch Below Deck when my boyfriend does. It's like religiously every Monday. He's like, it's Below Deck night. I'm like... And it's like the I, only Bravo show that he probably watches, he, and you're like, uh, bitch, there's so much <laughs> other stuff on. But it's why, so what, why don't you watch it? Or what, what, what is like your, what is it getting you? Um, I don't, I, I guess I never really got invested in it like everything else. So like, it doesn't appeal to me. Like, yeah. watching a bunch like of people concept? work on a boat. Like, yeah. Well, I don't like that they, I, I guess I can't, I guess I really can't wrap my head around like, getting past the fact that they have different guests every week and focus more on the cast itself, like the employees, which is what the show's mm. about. And oh, so it's just that. like, I guess I just, being, I really never, con- I never connected, I never connected with like a storyline with Below Deck because I always feel like every week it's different. Like, And see, know. that's why I think it's exciting. Like this, this season when and it hasn't happened yet, but Captain Lee kicks an entire freaking, uh, charter guest crew off the boat because of one drunk lady like I'm so excited about that oh my I god can't wait do you remember I think it's in the second season um and then we can move on from below deck but like doesn't he for people doing like coke or something allegedly? yeah the photographer he, he was doing coke and, like, and he kicks them out yeah they were supposed to be there for a photo shoot and he basically like stops the whole thing and sends them home too I love Captain Lee like he's amazing I do like Captain Lee he's I just amazing him. His one-liner, everything. Everything. Yeah. I've, like, used his one-liner, and I (laughs) have to say, sometimes they seem a little aggressive on me, but they work. They work. (laughs) And I love them. (laughs) But I will say, if I may, I don't know if you watch Vanderpump. Oh, yeah. If you do, then I feel like you might like Below Deck more than you think, because there's a sort of very skeleton core cast that sort of comes on every season so you're really following them and you are getting their outside life as well oh, but also okay. you're you're starting to learn their um psychological things because this show is much more than just an upstairs downstairs show what mm-hmm. i like about it is that you watch people who come in from a place of sanity they've been living on land they're like with people that know and love them they have like a dog from a house whatever a lifestyle and then they come on this boat and we 
week after week, it chips away their sanity because they're living in these very close quarters, close quarters. with insane oh, other like people. I've seen, I've seen yeah. episodes here and there, where, and I see like where they sleep. I'm like, oh hell no. Yes, so, <laughs> like, but if you watch it like over time too, so someone like Kate, who you get like seven seasons, you start knowing her like triggers too, yeah. and you're like, oh, it's not going to be the same now. You know? Okay, yeah. that makes yeah. sense then. That makes sense. And there are, I'm gonna, I'll start it. I'll there start are, it. Like, how many hours of changing footage do you guys think they have of the below deck crew in their freaking underwear changing in the cabin? Like, oh my God, so many. It's literally every episode is like people changing, taking their tops off or putting their tops on in bras or underwear. It is. They decide like the I, I was I'm actually rewatching it right now and I was watching an episode last night and they showed um oh I can't think of his name um Ashton and he's like changing and he like farts as he puts on his shirt and he kind of like catches himself <laughs> off guard and I was like how many hours did they wait till they found that like beautiful gem you know what I mean like there is some really weird the moments. editors for Bravo are are amazing okay. comedians it's mm-hmm. I really think I've noticed it much more now too. The changing now that I said that, like every episode, it's like you can every transition is them in the cabin, just taking their clothes off or putting their clothes on. It's so weird to me that nobody talks about this. Also, that none of them go in the bathroom. Like there was one I forgot which episode I was watching where the girl was like very much completely naked and even though you couldn't see it was very clear and I was like why she knew the cameras were there I would not be so much like it's fine I feel like you probably just like get used to them being there so you don't even realize yeah but it's not just the cameras like sometimes they share room with a boy oh really and they're like just changing like oh. the episode I'm watching right now is the season with the, this creepy chef, Adrian, and he shares a room with this girl, Laura, and she's like in the room and they're like talking about something. And I was like watching, sort of hop watching, also editing some content. And I look up and I'm like, they're just chatting and she's like butt naked. Like she knows this guy for like four days. Like he's <laughs> very comfortable. Adrian was so creepy. So, so creepy. creepy. His, like, offhand, like, sexual comments were so weird to me. I'm like, mm. you're a professional. Stop it. Yeah, I'm going to have to start watching them. I yeah, really watch everything that. except, um, yeah, the only thing I don't watch is Below Duck. I'm going to have to, and then Southern Charm Nola, um, I just, I was so, like, connected. I'm still, I like Southern Charm. Charleston is one of my favorite shows. But I'm going to have to start watching that, it too, because so many people have been talking about it lately. I'm like, I never thought it would be worth the chance. No, I yeah. also only thought it was on Southern for one Trump season. Apparently it wasn't. Which one? Southern Charm Savannah. Savannah. Southern Charm Savannah. That was good. I like that one as well. I Not as much too. as New Orleans. But New Orleans is better, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have but to But see, watching. you thought you came on to talk about shows you do watch, and instead we're just schooling you on what for you deep should dive be It's all good. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> no, I should but, say I'm sorry. I thought that keeps changing. After that, I know we both are, are. I know you guys can't give too much away, but how the um, the Zoom chat room, the official Zoom room, like started. It's so cool what you guys are doing. Yeah, with a drunk live Zoom call and live with Jen Shaw. No, was it Jen Shaw? It, <laughs> yeah, no. it was Jen. oh, you're right. It was Jen Shaw. It was Jen Shaw. We Larry and I. We're on a Zoom call and then um, with somebody else, but we, uh, to hack the Instagram system, because you can't go live with like more than one person, 
So we were trying to go live with more than one person. And so I um, was like, okay, we're, we're just going to do a Zoom call and I'm going to take my phone and go live and basically like record the Zoom call. That was so smart. Yeah. What is it? It's not just you guys, right? It's like more. <laughs> yeah. And then, and it, oh, it, it, didn't work. it developed into, well, I had put out like a story on my stories that said, if anybody wants to join us for this Zoom call, let us know. And then it turned into like, Larry, Larry, you take, because Larry did a lot of the work going straight up into his DMs. Yeah, well, like, I was like, listen, I was like, if you want to do the. I was like, if you want to do these Zoom calls, like, why don't we try and get, like, some Bravo talent on here and make it fun? Like, I mean, I can Zoom, I can Zoom all, I've been doing Zoom since frickin' March. Like, I can sit on a Zoom and chat with my friends all day long. But if we're going to do, like, this, like, Bravo account Zoom call, like, let's get some actual Bravo celebrities in here. So I went through and I DM'd every person that I would want to talk to. Every single one from Salt Lake City. Um, I literally, I have a list of people that like I sent messages to. Yeah. And then Heather Gay was the first one that responded. And, and she's she like, was Let's do so it. nice. She was so nice. Yeah. And so now it, now it's just going to be like, it literally is just like cocktails and conversation and we will just get to chat, get to know you. Like, we'll ask you questions about your show or like Bravo in general. And then whatever you're comfortable about talking about, we'll talk about whatever you're not, just let us know. And we'll skip over it. Um, and then it's been like really great so far. We've done, we haven't really, we haven't posted anything yet on the page because we're going to wait until the new year. But we have like, we've had um, Heather Gay, Jen Shaw, Meredith Marks, Lisa Barlow. Um, oh my God, this is Joe, like my dream. Joe Judice. Um, Elise from Roni. Oh my god. And tomorrow we have Anisha from Family Karma. Yep. Oh my god. Oh my amazing. god. You guys, oh, seriously. So I, just I don't know if you can or not. Can you tell us like who has been your least favorite and your most favorite? Go. I think we probably have similar answers. My least, least favorite was Joe Gorga because we had a really bad well, connection yeah. with him because he was in Italy. It was a terrible connection and he basically blamed it on us and like the entire state of Ohio for some reason. <laughs> one of the girl one of the girls that was in our one of the girls that was in the Zoom um is from Ohio and she had bad internet. Yeah. He, but she didn't have like, bad internet. He had Ohio. bad internet. Yeah. He his I was I actually at one point had to turn off my camera and turn and put myself on mute because I was laughing so hard. It was, it was uncomfortable, so- but I feel like the uncomfortableness will make for good content for the page. Like people oh, will be I can't like, wait to see. "This is wild." I also, love super awkward moments. Yeah. Also, I told him to go on the roof because I was like, "Maybe you'll get better." Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Did he listen at all? No. So he was no. like, we lost we connection would- with him like four times. Yeah, we would ask him a question, and then it would just go dead silent and like freeze on the screen, and then all of us. So but then it would be like him talking so we would catch the end of the conversation yeah. and oh, he no. thought he, he thought that we could hear him perfectly and he just kept talking oh, no. like we asked him for we asked him for a family recipe um like because he's i'm sure he's italian and they're cooking all the time on the show Teresa has the cookbook his family is like always cooking and he's telling us the recipe and all we heard was garlic oh. <laughs> 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 like, 
it was it was brutal. So that was probably the worst one. Um, my favorite was. Um, who was your favorite, Sabina? Um, I want. I'm gonna say my favorite was Jen because she made like a, this big production. She had Stuart on first, and he was talking you to, to Stu. Yeah, he was on first, and then she came in with her megaphone, like, beep, beep, like. It was amazing. And then she talked with us for two and a half hours. Oh my god. It was wild. And she um, told I mean she she told us everything. Everything. She was amazing. Oh, yeah, we didn't really get to ask any questions. That. She kind of just ran with it. <laughs> That's what makes good. a great housewife though, I feel. Like when they just have a story to tell and they just know how to like Yeah. Get I'm it torn out because I feel like my favorite was um it's like a tie between Lisa and Meredith. Oh, man. Really? Yeah, I think Lisa, because she was just, like, on her couch with John, and, like, I felt like I was just talking to one of my friends. And she, like, and she was very comfortable. <laughs> What's that? And she sent us a bunch of free stuff. Yeah, she sent us her whole entire hair care line. I don't even oh, have any that's hair. That's nice. <laughs> but it's a nice gesture nonetheless. It was a nice gesture. And I got her men's line and I can't, my boyfriend will use it. So, But it was just like, I felt like hers was really good because it was just casual conversation. Like we can just chat. It was like, it flowed very easily. And then Meredith was really good because she also gave us like some some good. Oh, Meredith is, Meredith is in Boca with Jill. I know. Yes. Meredith's yes. been in Boca for a while. I told you guys that. We have been trying to take them down a while back because then I saw her in New York again. Yeah, she's in Boca with, uh, and then um, Brooks and Chloe are down there with her too. Alana, we. I am going to find them. Go to Boca Beach Club. That's where they stay. We live. live So that's where I live. Like not in the beach club, but like around the corner. Yeah, I I need to go and like. Alana, you I, I know I do. I take two and a half hour walks every day. Every evening I take them and I look. So and you know, I've seen Mario. I've seen Siggy. I just have not yet seen Jill or oh well that hurts. That's really hurtful. I want you to take that in and then tomorrow go out there and go find them. Or just send oh. her a DM and be like, hey girl. That's your hey girl. Hey. Hey. You know what, Dina? Profile. I'm gonna put you in charge of that. I'm going to write to them and be like, so I'm just down the street. It will make the Zoom connection amazing if you want to chat. <laughs> I, honestly, I honestly think Meredith Sorry. would say yes. Ilana and I have an addiction, but it's something we've both come to accept. Accessories. Nikki Rooks is our go-to when accessorizing any outfit. Her unique designs are amazing standalone pieces or work gorgeously stacked together. You can shop Nikki Rocks by going to her website, NikkiRocks.com. N-I-C-K-I-R-O-X-X.com. Apply our discount code StylishlySolomon25 for 25% off. Stylishly Solomon 25. Solomon with all O's. S-O-L-O-M-O-N. We know you'll thank us later. Happy shopping! Out of all of the Bravo shows, who is your, like, favorite out of anyone? If you had to pick one. Like, all-time favorite Bravo celebrity? Yes. <sighs> current or, like, any current or past or, like, any, anyone? Just okay. of all time. Ooh. No pressure. I'm going Sonia. Oh, Sonia. 
Sonia Morgan. Great answer. All time. Ooh, Larry's questioning it. Oh yes. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Salt Lake City has given me some like amazing people, but I feel like it's a little biased because well, we've like Housewives, any like not even just Housewives, any Bravo show. Oh, I, I guess you could do any. Love. love. Or were you saying oh, Housewives? Yeah. I thought you said any Bravo show. I think I just assumed in my head Housewives. Housewives? Oh. No, um, but I say that. Go for all Bravo shows. Don't let Dina limit you. Yeah, I don't want to limit your hopes. And Go to the whole universe of Bravo. No, that I mean, I can, I can, it'll take me 20 minutes to figure that out. Um, <laughs> many good ones, right? I know, there's so many good ones. Um, Housewife. You know what? It's tough. Um, can I pick two? Yes. Yes. Um, Bethany is my all-time favorite, number one. Um, and then I really like Heather Dubrow. Oh. Yes, I love her. You have excellent taste. You do. I love fancy pants. She'll never come back, and I'm so mad. No, never. <laughs> well, maybe if Kelly leaves. God maybe. can only hope. Wait, who are your guys? Who are yours? Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, I love LVP. Yeah. I love her. And I feel like total we're the only ones who loves LVP. I love LVP. We are stands right here. Okay. I like just have such. I loved LVP <laughs> until her last season. No, I see. I feel like she's oh, I'm Vanderpump for Kyle. I feel like Kyle is to blame. I'm very angry. I, yeah. I will go off about I'm this. So mad at Kyle. I will go off about this because I cannot stand the fact that they came for her the same year that her brother committed suicide and they just would not leave her alone and it pissed me off. And I don't care if you're on a show and you need to own it. You need to leave the bitch alone if she's going through this. Maybe she should have taken the season off. Her mother died and also her nan died before. Remember the year before? Mm -hmm. Her nan died. Like, she had a lot of deaths. Yeah, she did. She maybe needed to take the season off, but like I also don't think they needed to be such monsters towards her. I feel like if she would have taken the season off, she'd be she'd still be on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But Kyle and her Kyle friends again. It's, I mean, I, I loved Kyle their friendship off. though. Like when they were good, they were so good. They were so good. Like, well, I'm not gonna lie, I loved the whole goodbye Kyle scene. Like that was amazing. Yes, classic. It was yeah, so I assure you guys, like, in terms of memes, too, like, there's so much there. Yeah. Every time I say goodbye to my husband, I say goodbye to Kyle, and his name is Rastan. Oh, my <laughs> God, that's so funny. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, who's your least favorite? Wait, wait hold on. I want to see Wait, 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 both ears. Dina didn't actually even answer. Dina, who she are said your favorite? Vanderpump. Vanderpump. Oh, that was, oh, you just picked one. We're going with one. Okay. Um, <laughs> probably, well, I guess it would be Vanderpump than Bethany. Yeah, probably mine is Bethany. Like, definitely 100% easily. But if we're doing mm-hmm. all of Bravo Lebs, then Reza, too. I love Reza oh, from Shaws okay. of Sunset. He just, like, love I, him just, too. I love him. I okay. love him every love time him. he, like, buy something from Cartier like he just like adds his love like yeah it's like he's filling my love bucket I just my love him so much ever was when Reza went to 
the mall and bought caviar from uh, the vending machine. The vending machine, yes, the beluga, yes. I think I think I think about that scene like almost every day because I (laughs) died. It's so (laughs) meaningful. (laughs) I used to I used to really love Reza. I really did. I really really liked him a lot. He was probably up there in one of in like my favorites. I didn't like the way he acted last season though. Now Uh, let's do least favorites. Um, Amber Marquez is go- always going to be my least favorite housewife of all time. I cannot stand her. Even like I did this um, video clip of today, and it was a Brit. Oh, Andy, not Brandy. My God, Andy. Last night at the reunion was like Bravo does not condone violence. So I, and then I cut to like every, not every, but like a lot of the housewives and Bravo fights. And just watch, the first one was with Amber, and I'm like, ugh, just her talking, I can't. Yeah, she was awful. She was the worst. Yeah. Um, I don't like her at all, and I think her husband's a complete jackass. Yeah, awful. Um, yeah. Least favorite? I, You know what? My least favorite used to be my most favorite, and that's Kelly Dodd. Ooh, that's, that's that must a be big, so kind of cool right now, just to see that down there. Yeah, it's a hard time. I mean, listen, yeah, I mean, she just showed her true colors, and she's she's an asshole. Yeah, yeah. I hope, so I mean, and I feel like there's no, I feel like there's, I feel like she had a chance to recover and maybe make a statement about it when she was on Watch What Happens Live, but I feel like they told her what to say, and it just felt, did you guys watch it? It yeah, was so yeah, it, 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 it just was, felt so scripted, and I'm just it like was so inauthentic. It was yeah. not real. And it, yeah, yeah, it didn't awkward, feel. Genuine. I don't know. The whole thing just felt yeah. like out of place. Yeah, it it was just un, it was just very uncomfortable. But I used to love how like cutthroat, straightforward she was, like messing with people. I just like I, I just like a messy housewife. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. Like I never yeah, liked her until she started coming for the Trace Amigas, which I was sick of at that point. So I was like, oh, okay, Kelly Dodd is making me laugh because the Tra- Trace Amigas are driving me bonkers. But then this season, and I mean, she didn't even really need a se- the season to start for me to start hating her because I looked at all of her social media posts and I was like, oh my God, what's wrong with this I haven't woman? even watched this season because of yeah. her, which is annoying because yeah. I want to see yeah. like everything going on with Gina because I actually kind of like Gina and I like Oh, Emily. do you? Yeah. I mean, I just kind of feel like she's misplaced, but like I, I like seeing her, I, I like seeing her too. like navigate her, like navigate her life in OC where she doesn't belong. Yeah, I feel the same. Ilana does not care for Gina. I just feel like Gina is like 90210 like five, six, seven seasons in when they lost the plot. You know, it's not like original 90210 when it was about like rich people in Beverly Hills being fabulous. It was about like people who like owned a store and lived on a like condo above the beach. Like 90210 when they brought in like Kelly Kapowski, Tiffany Amber. Yes, oh exactly. God, it like very like regular people show. I didn't like that. Just, like, she was evil. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're <laughs> all showing no our age right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it at all, and I just feel very much that Gina, I'm not saying she's not good for some reality TV show, but to me, she is so misplaced in terms of not, like, the New York fish out of water, because you've got, like, Lisa Vanderpump, who's British in in Beverly Hills, and she fits in perfectly. No, it's more like the, the, more like 
sort of the she's such an outsider economically in terms yeah, because of her she background lives in the she's, not a, she's not at the <laughs> yeah, same she's, she's not a, seat a yeah. little condo yeah, like, not at the same the status that, as the other ladies. No, no, and like when she gets mad at Bronwyn for being snobbish, if she was mad at Bronwyn for being snobbish, and they were sort of more in the same like um, socioeconomic standing, it would be much more powerful but to me. But coming from someone who's not in that place, it sort of just feels like. Are you mad because yeah, you're poor? Yeah, of course you're right, but you're yeah, exactly. <laughs> but are you mad because you don't have it, and do you're we, you're bitter do that you don't have it, or are you? I'm I not saying I every, like Bronwyn. I feel like people are not liking, I think people used to like Bronwyn. I think they're not liking her now that she has, has this whole new storyline of I'm sober and I slap my husband. I like it. I'm hey. here for it. <laughs> I, like that I, mean, they're I like that they're redefining the relationship. I like that they're still married, but like she has I a girlfriend. Not, and like, I, I like that Sean is letting yeah. her do that. Could I live in that type of relationship or do that? Hell no. no. But I like that she is like, exploring that and he's giving her the like the space to explore space. it but then when and I, I like that bravo's oh, no go ahead i was just gonna say but then when i see her daughter who's this like beautiful fragile little thing, oh yeah rowan coming out, yeah and coming out with these videos which again maybe we shouldn't be hearing because she is young so she's probably also not realizing what yeah will do but it makes me really find her a bit dodgy and because I've heard some mm -hmm. that she's actually not a, the nicest person with certain people who've met her. And mm -hmm. makes me always like then question her motives. And I feel sometimes she does stuff more because she thinks it's going to be good for the show rather than like the over. Because I think things that she's doing, I could see why it's so revolutionary, why she could be so inspiring for mm -hmm. some people. But there's still something not likable about her. I listen, I've never really I've said this before and I'll say it again. Um that family needs to stop airing their shit out on um social media and mm -hmm. on TV and they all need to go into like intense therapy and take maybe a season or two off and work their shit out. It's embarrassing at this point. That video that her daughter did was like why why is this happening? I couldn't believe but it was she needs to so put her children. She needs to put her children before her reality yeah. career. Yeah, yeah. She should. And do I definitely think. Oh, sorry, but she should do even though it's a re. Um, it is a reality show. Ooh, but the Braxton family went on her. She's this amazing woman, and she does always the family. Did you guys know who I'm talking? Does anyone watch Braxton Family Values? Well, I, I know the Braxton family for sure, but I haven't watched. I haven't watched any of the show. No, I watched family. season one, and that was it. Well, there's this council lady, and she seems to help all the families, like even. Uh, we could bring in the therapist who helped the Gorgas and Judy. Did that therapist help that? I did not. Well, care look at the bond they have now. So. Oh, well, I, liked I liked her. I liked her. She too. was on Bravo before. Yeah, she was on. Yeah, that I remember that. Yeah, that I happy thing. Yeah, I didn't know. No. Well, yeah. I feel like I feel like if you mom. I feel like if you take um your family on a um like a like a therapy type of reality show. You're, you can't escape that. Like, you're never going to be booked on, like, another s series like this. You know what so, I mean? Yeah. yeah, of course. I don't, I don't think it would work out. At, with the Braxtons, now none of them talk to each other. Well, none of them talk to uh, <laughs> the main one. Oh, my God. I'm Tamar. Tony? Oh, Tony. Tamar. Tamar. Um, Tony Dina's main one. Not the, not the most famous one. Who's ever <laughs> the main in Dina's part? Tony will be the main one. You know what? I never really... <laughs> um, <laughs> I never really cared for Bronwyn, but I like her storyline now. I think, like, in terms of, like, socially, her story is 
probably, especially like you have someone like Portia right now on Atlanta doing something quite impactful yeah. socially. And I think like Bronwyn is bringing that, but I don't and haven't from like our introduction to her felt any connection with her. Like there's just something I think she's lacking yeah. and I just don't feel it. And maybe as she gets like more into her own skin, if we continue a story with her, I might feel differently. But at this point, I'm just kind of like not but that we into her. We haven't watched really this season. So we don't. I did. I watched like, I watched like three episodes because a guest came on who was into it, but otherwise yeah. have not watched it. But I, I really only watched like the last 10 minutes when I'm waiting for Salt Lake City to come on. Oh, see, I'm watching, I'm watching OC, and it's, it's really hard to watch Bronwyn, like, spiral. I think there's more, like, uh, deep-rooted mental health issues that she needs to deal with. I mean, I know I had two kids, and after two kids, I had, like, complete um, anxiety, postpartum anxiety, and I still suffer from, like, some really bad things. I mean, she has seven kids. That's insane. Yeah. That'll do a number on your brain and your body, I feel like. And I, I, and maybe that's why she turned to alcohol to like cope. But I do feel like she has more deep rooted mental health issues and she needs to not be on the show and deal with that instead of airing all this crap out or trying to get a new show for herself, which is what I heard Kelly Dodd was saying. Well, just on a yeah, side note, I that's exactly that. what I think about Monique. Yeah. I mean, she just had Chase, like, so short yeah. before filming started. Yeah. And I definitely think that that contributed. And then somebody but, coming and saying that that child is not your husband's child, like, that would mess me up, too. Like, I would be... Yeah. That out I want to know the, more about that. I want to know more about that. Me, um, too. Like, how did that storyline come into play? Me, too. I want to know more about that dinner. I feel like... I want to know more about Andy's baby shower. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I have Andy's baby shower framed on my wall. Oh, I love uh, that! I, I have it framed in my heart, but no, I don't have it on. My oh my god! I, I wonder if I can. That, I want to know why that um, even happened, and like, why? Why were they coming for Monique? Like, I don't feel like anybody was really fighting with Monique except for Giselle at the time of Andy's baby shower, right? But that's know. exactly why I'm so curious. Like, the only people who, person, sorry, who seem to have an issue that we can, like, even Dina said earlier, like, it makes sense why Giselle would come after Monique because of the whole Shermie thing, but. I don't understand why the other girls would be cool to be behind it. Robin, maybe if she's such a, like, sheep or lamb or whatever the expression is. is. All she does is follow freaking Giselle around and just echo what Giselle says. It's so obnoxious. Yeah, it's annoying, but but I like What about the other ladies? Um, I think that uh, when Karen called Giselle out about it, Karen was like, you said this. And Giselle's like, of course it's my fault. Well, yeah, girl, it is. I said, we don't need um, Karen to call Giselle out. Everybody can see that Giselle is, like, running her mouth constantly on our screens. But it doesn't seem like Andy is, and I think that, like, at least for me, when Andy is on the wrong person's side, it really gets me angry because I feel like he's representing Bravo. And I'm like, no, Bravo, no. (laughs) We are not on team Giselle. Which is why I posted my my video today because I was so mad when he's like, Bravo doesn't condone violence. And I was like, uh, boom, here's violence. Boom, here's violence. Boom, here's violence. Like, all of Bravo. Stassi slapped the shit out of Kristen. Um, Classic. The Duke family has been fighting. I mean, Danielle, stop. Holding, 
Margaret's hair. No, there are just so many examples of people getting real. Even Portia in Kenya. In after Kenya. That was also in my video. Yeah, yeah. So many times where like things went so like left on this show. Yeah. But it does seem well, like Andy, just like the way I always felt he failed us when it came to the whole Teresa thing, because he was so much on Teresa's side that he never really got to, like, the root of how much was Teresa yes. involved in anything, which I think she was completely... Yeah, because he's trying to protect her and doesn't want yeah. her, her stuff to get aired. I know. Portia nearly ripped Kenya's freaking head off at the reunion, and now she's on Bravo chat room. Like... Yeah. And I do love Portia, but she and Phaedra tried to accuse Candy of allegedly trying to rape Portia and drug her. Yeah. And oh, I know, her but like, too. like, there are sometimes some very shady, like, lines, and it took me a while to even get my heart back to loving Portia, and now it's fully is, but... Oh, I'm, Portia has I'm my not going to lie, I always love Portia. No, I, I was very upset. I would talk to Alana about this. Dina, she didn't even know she did it. Who? Who knew? I didn't even know what she did. No, that's why we love Portia. Portia does the most horrible thing any person could do, and she doesn't even know she did it. And that's why we love her. Oh my gosh, you guys are so funny. I do love her so much. When she, I mean, like when I, she had my heart when she didn't know what the Underground Railroad was. Oh my gosh, <laughs> right? I, I fell in love with her in that moment. I was like, yes, okay. And then with like freaking frock. I mean, mm -hmm. like, it's, it's, she's, she's only gotten, gotten better. She's only gotten better. She, she deserves, gotten she deserves center peach. Yeah, she, she does. does. She, she, I mean, I'm so sad she and the hot dog king did work out, not because I think he's so great, but just because I feel like Portia she deserves to have her hot dog king. Like, maybe yeah. she needs, like, I don't know, like a burger <laughs> shake. No, I don't know, but, like, you know. That guy literally likes dogs. Like, you do not, you do not. He's gross. Yeah, no. No, I'm not saying him. It's what he represents. You know, I just want her to have her life. She needs, she needs to find love. But I don't know if she did wants you, to find love. I think she just wants to find a good time right now. I agree with you. I yeah. Did you, you see that day when she was posting the memes of her, like, dancing and all the different things she wrote on her? Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, 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 it was so good. Yes. It was so good. Yes, I mean, I love her. She just... Uh, She's you know fun. What? She, she knows how Bethany to keep it fun. are tied. Yeah. Like, Bethany is tied slightly higher, but it's very, very close. So yeah. it's like a weird time. It's like twins. You had them kind of at the same time, but not really. I wonder if they talk. Who? What's that? Mm. Bethany and Portia. Mm. I wonder if they're friend friendly. I would love if they are because they're both really quick and I just like to like that would be like a shade room I would like to yeah, be I don't inside. Like this chat room. I'm not into it. Too. No, I'd much rather the shade room and I'd like it to be them too. Yeah, I, I actually like don't like the fact that Giselle is having this platform to like talk about a season that yes. she's on right now. And she doesn't really talk not... about it though. Maybe, no, like, she when... did. They, they have talked about times, it. Yeah. No, in some episodes they brought it up, especially yeah. after the fight. Mm -hmm. Like right after. And that annoys me. It's like, okay, stay in your lane. Like, Bravo chat room should be Bravo fan accounts, I feel like. Because that's like. Yes. Like the people's couch. People's couch was so yes, good. Yes, I Destiny love that. Was on the that's where Destiny couch. was from. Yeah. She's so good. Really? She was so Destiny good. Destiny from Shaz. She oh, was yeah, originally on people's couch. Oh, yeah. 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 She was sister. on there. She was yeah. so good. Um, I like Bravo Chat Room. I think it's fun. I think it's like 
I think Portia's too big of a name to be on it, but I think she's the reason that it's still running. Because they don't have, like, a, they don't go season by season. They did, like, five episodes, and then they were like, oh, we got renewed for another ten episodes. Like, and then they just go, like, on, like, that type of, like, basis. Yeah. I think Portia's too big to be on it. I think it's really cool that Kate Chastain is still, like, doing something, because she's funny. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then I love Hannah from Summer House. I don't know if you guys watch Summer House. Me too. Um, I love her. I love Hannah. She's hilarious. And it's Bye. cool for I her to her do. I love Paige, though. I love Paige. Hannah. You don't like no, Hannah? I don't think that Bravo chat room should have Bravo celebrities on it. That's my opinion. I, I think, think it could be cool. I agree. I think it could be cool also if they had, like, a mix where it was always changing. Like, it's not the same for – like, maybe they had one, like, Kate, for example, hosting yeah. it, but it would change about because I, I don't agree. Think I think it could be Kate's show, and then she has guests like a Watch What Happens Live, yeah. kind of yeah. and then I don't think Giselle should be on it at all, mm. at all. And I think um, I agree. Tries too much. Like that's always been my issue. Yeah. With she always seems like she's acting for somebody, even on Summer House. Like she, everything with her feels oh. like she's on a stage and she's ready to emote. And I want to know, like, who she really is. Because I don't feel like we know anything about Hannah. I love Paige, though. Um, I I love Hannah. I think we first got to, I think we got to know her, like, in her first season, like, with her dad, where they would always play tennis. She's, like, a sporty girl, like, work for, she used to work that, for Betches. Like, like, didn't we find out that one of the relationships she had wasn't actually, like, the guy? Remember, Alana, you and I were reading about it? And yeah. Like, I said, like, something wasn't actually, like, true about it either. They were dating for, like, actually a really long time, and she acted like it was a new boyfriend. I think that was it. It was something like that, and then it got, like, leaked that this guy was, like, her boyfriend for a while. Maybe I'm wrong. but I, I need to jump on Google because I have not read that. Yeah, I remember hearing something. Remember when you and I heard that? Mm-hmm. About a guy that was on... I think it was her Summer first House? season. You know that? Paul? Was his, his name Paul? Was it the guy from... Paul, London? the British guy. The British guy. Yeah, oh, I know who you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Was, I feel like I read something, and maybe I am wrong now, because you guys, I feel like you guys would know, but I feel like I read something that said that they actually were dating for, like, a, like a really long time, and then she had him kind of, like, come on, but they didn't want us to know that. Oh, oh yeah, so it came on, like, a fresh relationship, but they were yeah. also, uh, yeah. yeah. I think that annoyed me at the time. Something had happened, because and then, and then it always gave me a bad taste. But do you guys think that that's, like, Bravo production trying to control, like, storylines? Yeah, because I, I, she, yeah. other than that, she comes off really real to me. I she's do. She's, like, a comedian in New York. I love Paige. Paige, like. I love Paige. She can do no wrong in my eyes at all. Like. So, can I just say, I think my biggest problem with Hannah on chat room is that giggly squad with Hannah and Paige, I thought, had better chemistry than Hannah with these ladies. Not to yeah. say that they don't seem like friendly with each other but she and Paige have such great chemistry and mm-hmm. I love Paige so much and I, I just thought it it feels like a lesser version seeing her in this way yeah I wanna I wanna love Bravo chat room but to be honest I've had like juicier and funnier moments on our own zoom calls with our <laughs> own Bravo like yeah. I'm watching it and I'm like oh well, that's God, why it's on so late that. they're just really recapping like Bravo moments yeah. and like and you know they're very I mean? biased opinions because they're on the freaking show. So it's like, yeah. okay, Giselle, we're going to get your take on the Potomac reunion when they're attacking you. I don't think it's, 
I don't think it's well. That's why it would be cool to have it like where it's changing all the time to like three different people who are Bravo Lebs, maybe or not. I'm open to either, but like whoever those three people are, if there are Bravo Lebs, they're not currently caught like on air. On a, yeah, right. their season so, isn't on, or they're not on the yeah, show anymore. Yeah, yeah, and Bring I feel like that would be couch. a much more interesting take. I agree. Bring back people's couch. People's couch was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I, I should just give you guys a Bravo show with the Zoom. Um, I mean, honestly, your Zoom, your Zoom, I think, would be the perfect replacement for chat room. <laughs> you guys, um, it was some of our Zoom calls have been so amazing, but we are launching, I think, towards the new year a little bit more. It's a lot of work with so many different people, but we have like, we're going to do a, a more like clip vibe where we're going to take certain clips and then post them on YouTube. It's going to be fun. We'll still do it weekly. So even if we don't have a guest, we're still going to like put out content. Yeah. So we'll either like invite followers in, like let them like kind of like see what's I going on that. or like that kind of stuff, but there'll still be stuff going on. So it'll be really cool. Oh, we're so I, I honestly think it's so clever and perfect. And it's one of those things where you feel like it was always around. Like, it's so clever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you feel like yeah. it's so natural that it's yeah. there because it's like, when did the world exist without it? <laughs> yeah, we're going to iron out a little bit of the stuff, like work out the kinks. Right now, we're just kind of like all over the place. But um, it's going to be... I feel really good. We have some really amazing material to work with. Um, yeah, well, it sounds it from what you've shared with us. I can't even, like, I'm honestly, like, cannot wait. I feel like Bravo will be calling you guys soon and being, come, come. Mm -hmm. We'll have to invite you guys in. It'll be fun. Oh, my God, that'd be such fun. Oh, yes, we'd yeah, love to. That would be such fun. Bravo will not be calling me after the video I posted today. No, you don't know that because they, they usually reward Jamie. behavior. Or after your yeah. live with Jen Shaw. <laughs> but honestly, that's the one good thing about Bravo. They appreciate like the clapback. Like Bravo was clapping back at Andy. Yeah. <laughs> like, For real, they were though, right? Like yes, that's how I took it. Being, the yeah. editors were being Andy shady, and I I lived for it though. I was so. Yeah. Happy because I was like honestly getting really frustrated and I even turned to my husband he's like why do you keep doing that and I was like what and he, I said what and he's like you keep being like Ugh. I was like that's gonna have my earphone in I was like I was like because Andy doesn't see what's right in front of his eyes and then yeah. they did the clip and I was like oh I'm fine I'm fine I'm not alone he's being paid so much money and he's does your not husband watch Bravo no, not yeah. only does he not watch Bravo, he doesn't listen to our podcast. And when I try talking to him about this, he'll get like heated in his frustration of how he thinks that this is like nonsense. Like even if I put on Below Deck, which yeah. I've heard some men like, he'll he'll he can't stand it. Like he cannot stand. He's he's like a very much like a a cerebral kind of guy he's mm -hmm. in finance and oil and he's quiet and okay. he's you know so all this nonsense where i'm entertained by this is not on his level like, at all no, yeah <laughs> does not get it both him and my father is if we make it seem like they're real people we they're more interested if it's a yeah. real person so if we're just like pretend like so we're like yeah Teresa the other day with M Melissa there was like a huge issue and then Joe had to get involved and then they'll be like oh 
who's this Joe guy? And we kind of get it. So yeah. They, they like, then we can kind of get them in. But yeah, my husband, he's so not into it. The only thing I will say, though, is despite all that, he's very, very supportive. Like, he's yeah. making my dinner right now as I sit yeah, here chatting with it. And when I tell him that I have to watch TV for work, He's like, okay, baby, I'll do this, I'll do that. You know, he's very sweet Aww. that way. But he just, it, like, the last thing he he thinks is interesting is, like, human interaction. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy you have him back. <laughs> oh, my God, me too. Honestly, <laughs> poor Dina, she suffered because she got all of this. <laughs> you, got you guys live close to each other? Across <laughs> the street. You do? <laughs> I love everything about. I love. I freaking love you too. <laughs> like, you love I love you. We love you guys. You guys are so cute, and your style is so cute. Oh, thank you. That means so much to us. Yeah, you guys. Your your content is amazing. I love when you guys do like the reels and like it. It looks. It is really cool. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Honestly, thank you so much. It's the biggest compliment. <laughs> well, we know we've kept you like a bit more than two hours. We want to play a fun little game before we let you both go. Oh yeah, go ahead. I have, I mean, it's, uh, we're in a pandemic and it's ten p.m. I've got nowhere to go. Oh, go good. ahead. Seven o'clock for me, so I'm good. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, are you guys not in the same city? Mm-hmm. No, I live in um, Buffalo, New York, and she's in Washington. Like state on the other side of the country. <laughs> so the game is called Call Text Duties. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wait, I I re- vaguely remember you saying that we're gonna play a get- game, and then we started talking about something else. So I was like, Yeah. Wait, we started. This is called Good Conversation. Okay. Let's play this game. Okay. So Alana, you and you have to it. explain the why. Yes. Okay. So it's like, you know, F, Mary kill, but yeah. in a nicer, like, more, you know, yeah. polite way. So we'll <laughs> give you three people from different franchises each. And then you have to say who you'll call, who you'll text, who you'll delete, and also why. Like, you have to explain your answers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nervous. So, <laughs> yeah. I will for you, um, Savina, I will do the... Real Housewives of Salt Lake City cast because yeah. I think that'll be hardest for you to do. <laughs> oh, it's, and I'll uh, do te- what, what call, text, delete. Call, text, delete. Call, text, delete. Okay. And your three people are Meredith, Lisa, Jen. Oh! <laughs> F, I'm going to start off by saying F because I love them all. My <laughs> point is for it to be hard. <laughs> By considering that I have gone live with Jen on several occasions, I'm going to call Jen and I'm going to text Lisa because I just love Lisa. And then I'm going to delete Meredith only because, I, I mean, I love her, but I'm closer to the other two. I talk to the other two more. You can always follow Mark to find her. That is true. Yeah. You might have Mark's number. And Larry, Dean is going to choose your three. Okay. Okay. So we will do Potomac. Okay. Monique, Karen, and Andy Cohen, because I felt like he was a character in this episode. He was. 
Okay, so I'm going to call Monique because I want her to read for me word for word everything that is in that binder. <laughs> and I want, I'm going to put her on speakerphone so I can record it and then I'm going to play it for everybody. So I'm going to call Monique. Um, I'm going to text Karen. And I'm going to text Karen because I feel like she'd be like the least, per- like, she would be like the one person I really wouldn't want to talk to. So like our text messages would be short. Like I'll be like, it'll be like one, like a K, like a one word type of response. Yeah. And I'm deleting right. Andy because I thought he was shady this episode and didn't and stand got, up wow. for what was right. I did not see that coming. I, did I not feel see that like coming. I would you blow choose... my mind. No, I, I would choose the same exact answers, I feel. Ooh, that's amazing because you just blew my mind twice now. Because I love Andy <laughs> Cohen so much and I feel like, listen, I have the man's biggest moment of his life framed on my wall. I love Andy Cohen. I love Bravo. I think it mm-hmm. was shady, the fact that he kept saying that stuff didn't happen and production was like, mm-hmm. yeah, it did. And you know in the reunion, they're watching it during that time, so he still saw it, so... I wonder if they watched it like Foss or if he ever watched the slow version. I can like, picture I know him a busy like, man. I can picture him like in like during that stuff. He's probably on his phone. Yeah, me like, too. Like, yeah. But like, yeah, but you me, know what? He should have watched the slow. Like, this is his job, and he's hosting a reunion, so he should have done mm. a deep dive, like the rest of us did. Like, we're probably, we're not getting paid for this. Yeah, he's getting paid lots of money for this. He should be deep diving into these videos and footage before he gets onto a reunion. I feel. I agree. I do too. I mean, remember he's we usually got really good at his home. He's usually so good at his homework. But actually, sometimes no. I think sometimes he's never, not. Like he interviewed. Oh my god, what is that? Um, Kimmy, Kimmy, unmistakable Kimmy show. Oh, Kimmy Schmidt. Unbelievable. Thank you. Unbelievable. Oh, Undeniable. with um, with um, um Titus. Yeah. Unbreakable. Unbreakable. The unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt when he yeah, there when he interviewed Titus. But yeah. Titus twice yeah. has called him out for saying he doesn't do research about who's on his show that he does Titus was not feeling that at uh-huh. all. And it was twice he was on. I watched mm-hmm. it and I was like messaging Alana saying, because sometimes I think I watch the shows and I think that things are deeper than what they are. So I was messaging her to confirm if this was as awkward as I felt. And yeah. she completely agreed. It was such a weird interview and you could just tell I, it hated. Yeah. It was this uncomfortable. Was it was uncomfortable. What? Yeah. Okay. So I know what you're talking about, but I can't like remember exactly what the con. I remember. I, they I, asked him what it was like to work with Eddie Murphy, who used to be like so derogatory towards gay people. Okay. And, yeah. And they and, went south. Titus was like, no. I haven't had a problem with him. Like, why would you ask that? Yeah. And also, and Andy didn't know about one of his projects or did something. I think yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think he or, said it wrong or like he named the wrong yeah, project. Yeah, and he told Andy yeah. that like he was not like trying him, but that like Andy should be better. And like you could tell after that point of the interview. Cringe. He was done. Titus is also like a, um, like a respected like Tony Broadway. Like amazing really he good person and Andy social media and like blew up Andy like yeah, he but, was and then, like, you yeah. have to understand, like Andy comes from like reality TV drama world the two of them like are not gonna click at all well Andy wants to be the Anderson Cooper of um reality TV I will say but this and he- only from only from like watching the past few nights like watch what happens live 
the reunion. I feel like he's like losing his lust for it. Oh, I can. I think so too. I mean, I I felt that way. Did you feel that way because of the trousers as well? It wasn't just the trousers; it was the hair. He looks like he looks like David Bedore. He just, yes. oh my God, yes. Oh, I just, I didn't. When he's I naked like in the woods with his girlfriend. Yes. Yes, totally. Oh I did, my God. I felt like super. Oh, um, talk about cringe. I felt like, he, yeah. I don't know. I just felt like when he was sitting there, he didn't have that normal like. Like fire, sort of like. light hand yeah. where he has no, but I also feel like he has this way of sort of weaving us to whatever he wants us to kind of like follow that path. Instead, it was just like really heavy-handed and not at all sort of like you know. Not a, sometimes he'll say things in sort of a funny way, like you know, with, like when he says um, "with all due," and then he yeah. says something really like. You know, he had no respect, and I loved it. And, like, I just felt like he didn't give us that kind of Andy that we love that had the energy. doing the E! show? Do you think it's because he's focusing too much on this other show? Maybe maybe it's because of COVID. Maybe maybe he's losing his luster because he doesn't have, like, the show. People in the clubhouse, like, yeah, maybe that's what it is. That is probably, like, He has that new show right on E! that's going to be about all, like, the most famous pop culture moments, and he's, like, breaking it down. Was that just a one-hit-a-wonder thing? Or is that, like, I don't know. I I don't know what you're talking about, yeah. Neither do I. No, there's a whole... Hold on, let me get it. (laughs) (laughs) There's, like, a whole thing with Andy Cohen on E! I... I feel like Andy usually is juggling a million billion things, but I think probably Larry's right. I think probably not having like the audience and the energy from that. They say footballers, you know, like um, they don't do as well. Watch a first oh, look. Uh, yeah. Let me tell you. Oh, watch a first look at anything. The story of reality. Oh, real. The story of reality TV. Will you but send that me like that? A one I want to see. I want to read it. No, so it's gonna be like, um, it's gonna be like all of our favorite reality shows from like they said, The Real Housewives, Simple Life, America's Next Top to a Model, and more. And it's gonna be like the moments of TV you won't forget, and him going through it. That oh, hasn't aired yet. Oh, that's that's cool. fine. But it's not like it's so. It's an ongoing series. It's a seven-part limited series in early 2021. Well, that's not gonna tire the man out. Yeah, I, I just feel like listen, I feel like he is like the king of Bravo and mm. I just feel like he's losing he needs his spark back he needs like I agree I hope Salt Lake City Reunion gives him the fuel he needs yes well I mean too. did you watch uh, Jen Shaw on Watch What Happens Live yeah it was uncomfortable it, he made it, it uncomfortable. Was so uncomfortable and then when he was it, like honestly it was disappointing a vagina and he goes why i was like oh god i'm gonna crawl under my desk and just die wait i somehow this one was this watch what happens live how did i miss this one um it was Um, a few nights ago yeah it was like this week ish i don't know i I listened to i always listen to it on the podcast version because then you also get like the after show it comes all together yeah he asked something he said something about brooks making a comment about um jen's vagina and then jen was like oh my vagine my vagine is like uh what did she say larry she said my vagine is um perfect like it takes a lot well and then she said something where which um my god i almost pass out she was like 
There's a lot that goes into this machine. Yeah. <laughs> but she meant like to keep up with yeah, it. No, like, no. And he goes, there's a lot that goes into your machine. Like, and it was just so uncomfortable. Like I started getting hot. Like I was sweating. <laughs> that stuff doesn't make me uncomfortable. When she said that, it was like, ooh. That, I mean, I thought it was funny, but like. Well, she set herself up a little bit, but like, and I love Jen. So I just was like, oh, I started getting uncomfortable because I was like, oh my God, he's trying to make her look stupid. And, and I hated it. Like She I made herself look it. a little bit stupid. Yeah, yeah but, I was gonna say I don't know how much he though he just seemed to me like he was like a little like testy like he wasn't being playful yeah, he was being he was a little, little you know I think he was annoyed. Yeah. I think he was annoyed but, with how like extra she was being yeah yeah well I do think and I really oh. like sorry Dean I feel like when he comes in really stoned he usually is in a very like let's see what happens next. and that's the thing though but like I don't I don't know when they filmed this because I did the watch what happens live virtual audience and we filmed it at noon yeah like the day before Ooh. oh that's not it's not no it's not live it's it's recorded the day before yeah you can yeah. tell lana well apparently not everyone can tell because i could not tell <laughs> well, alana remember so how did you know when to call in when remember when can't captain sand no one's calling in anymore do you remember when captain sandy yes. exactly what we were talking about and i know exactly what you're gonna say and i'm so excited for it they did not mention the malia shit let her say all. it. You that's just said it. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's good conversation. Oh, but Sorry, that's, I was just so excited. I, she was, I knew she was going to talk about it. So, yeah, so no, I do remember that one being recorded in advance, but I thought that was like a COVID-related issue, not like an actual COVID. thing. But we're no, but it's like a different, it's like we're in COVID phase two. Like we're all pretending it was, it's kind of hot there, hot pre, not. It was pre-Andy moving back to the clubhouse and starting to do his show in the clubhouse it again. But it's it from still home? all like it's still all pre-recorded. It's not live. Um he mm. they are I was very much convinced on. when he was recording from home he was doing it live. Me too. Especially like remember <laughs> when he dropped his phone. And like was like, oh shit. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like he had those moments that just felt like so like, ooh, we're here, we're in it together. Well, Wait, I, I need to talk more about the Malia Captain yeah, Sandy thing because that it's was a travesty. I think it's disgusting that they still have not I love the use of the word travesty, by the way. But it was Alana and it was a crime because he couldn't correctly a crime. it up. <laughs> like, why is anyone bringing up Malia and Sandy? First of all, we're so dodgy this season. And no one, like, I really felt like they barely really gave either of them the blame that should have been put on them because it's maritime I, lo Dina, I love your passion behind this so <laughs> i honestly felt like that reunion put a fire heat of anger into my soul in a way i never have had happen in with frustration not just like the like players who all just annoyed me to no end but I felt like Bravo was backing them up actually I felt the same way when I was watching Andy hey, I'm sorry Andy was backing them up Andy was backing them up and it was disgusting That's the way that he cool. was like, like Hannah gave her heart and soul no, I don't like it. And why with Malia? Like, what is there? What is? What does he see with Malia that I do not? Because I just think she is so manipulative and evil. No, Malia is ew. 
I love that like, you're back I for the stand. Larry's like, I don't fucking Poor watch. Larry, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm so, so sorry. Oh, no, yeah. no, I don't care. I'm going to watch and we're going to have to do another we podcast where I can come back can and talk about it. Her first season. I know who she is. I've heard of her. I'm not like, yeah, I'm not like, I still see all this stuff. I just don't watch it. Like, I just don't watch it. I still know what's going on. It just occurred to me that we're talking about something that, like, Larry hasn't watched. But you made the wrong decision in not watching it, so we'll just fix that right up. Yeah, I know. Yes, I'm going to do Below Deck and Southern Charm Nola. It's like, yeah, it's like it's 14 so seasons if you do Below Deck and Below Deck Med all in one go, and then we can really have a chat. But I think it's so exciting that you're watching Married to Medicine, because I remember on the live, you weren't there yet. So now oh. you are. Well, no, no, I've been, I've like, I'm like no, deep me. in Married to Medicine. No, I'm just me. not. I, I, oh, you. I She's watched, not like, watching Married to Medicine. It. I'm in it. I'm so I watched one season of it, and okay. I'm ready for it. Like, I'm going to take it on. Like, I have to. Oh, yeah, so yeah. And then we can really chat. Oh, yeah. I'm fully invested in Married to Medicine. That's why. Married to Medicine is a gift that keeps on giving. Like Dr. Heavenly drinking her liquor out of her coffee cup. Oh my God, I love her. But well, I, didn't, I didn't go like deep, deep into Potomac until everybody started like putting it on Instagram and saying like, you are sleeping on Potomac. And so I went and did it and I was like, oh my God, I really was sleeping on Potomac. And so now I'm like, yeah, Married to Medicine is top of my list. You'll yeah. finish it After so I quick. It took me like a, it took me like a month. Before we let you go, will you tell everyone again where they can follow and stalk you like we do? Absolutely. You go, you go, Larry. Um, yeah, talk. no, that's fine. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at Bravo by Gaze. Um, I'm also on Twitter, which is also at Bravo by Gaze. Um, don't expect much content there yet. Yeah. I'm still working on it. I think I have like five tweets, but come build me up and give me a little bit of hype. Instagram mostly uh -oh. at Bravo by Gaze. Yeah. Well, you can find me at, at that Bravo Life on Instagram. Same on Twitter, which same Larry. I literally only post on Twitter just to screenshot it and post it on my Instagram. But you can also find us at officialzoomroom.com. That links directly to our YouTube channel, which we will be putting content out soon, I promise. And um, official Zoom Room, at official Zoom Room on Instagram. On Instagram. We oh. changed, we took the the out. We want to <laughs> Don't confuse the people. It's at official Zoom Room on Instagram. At official Zoom Room. We took the the out because we want to be like, Facebook when they took the, the Facebook app. Oh, I love that. Was there ever a fa the Facebook? It was the Facebook, yeah. A lot of things. The model. Yeah, it'll be fun. I mean, we have a lot of other really cool Bravo accounts. We have ourselves, Church of Bravo, Prostitution Whore, um, Bravo and Cocktails. Oh, like a few people. You've had a, a, you've had a bunch of these people. Yeah, they're like yeah. the loveliest list of people you've just you've yeah. Just... So there's a bunch of us, um, and it's it actually something really cool that we're doing, and I think I, I think a lot of people are gonna like it. And it's super fun. Love like we love I it. Can't wait. Weekly, we're gonna put out <laughs> weekly content. Oh yay! In 2021. In 2021, right now we're working on editing. It's going to be a lot of work because there's a lot of us and we have to do some heavy editing for our first few episodes, but. 
I'm sure it's going to be wonderful. A little bit we've seen, we like are so obsessed and loved it. And I just can't, we, I know we both can't wait to see more. (laughs) Honestly, it's brilliant. You guys are so clever in everything you do. And I'm sure you're going to bring that same energy to this because what we've seen is amazing. Thank you. You guys are the best. It was so much fun. We love love you guys both so much. Love you. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you want to follow us across our platforms, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Stylishly Solomon. Solomon spelled with all O's, S-O-L-O-M-O-N. And also on our Instagram, you can find links in the bio to follow us on Amazon and like to know it and shop our looks and find out our fashion breakdowns. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. We always love to hear your feedback. We thank you for thinking of us and appreciate your love and support.